straight riffing is filmed in front of a live internet audience. I am riffing. Mitch is riffing. What more can I say? Straight riffing. Do you know how fucking desperate I am for some comfort in my life? I need that pillow. This show is intended for mature audiences only. I've seen a lot of this. I don't know how much more disgusting this experience could get. Are you really not having a good time? I'm having a fantastic time. I just can't believe how disgusting you are. I kept yelling, I'm, I'm not going to whip the dick out. We talked about that. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Featuring your host, Mitch Marzoni. I don't walk around going like, hey, I'm really weird. Look at me, I'm weird. As far as I'm concerned, I'm perfectly normal. It's uh, it's a litmus test for creepy people. Teddy I'm a hate mercenary. Yeah. All right. All right. Hate mercenary. Hate, hate, hate for hire. Hate for hire. I should put a bit of sky. There are two victimless crimes, all right? One, jerking off when your window's open. Two, <laughs> necrophilia. I'm confessing to a large-scale crime. Okay. Right. All right. Legs akimbo engaged in sexual discourse. Come on, man. What kind of guest are you? It's archive for posterity. Great internet. So, uh, it'll, uh, it'll come back to haunt you every day. It's time to riff. Word. That's no, right, no. bitches and motherfuckers. It is time to riff the fuck on. Riffin'. Special 4th of July edition in the Holiday middle of riffin'. the fucking day. This it's is so wild goddamned shit. hot. <laughs> fucking we, we usually blasted. don't riff as, until the sun is going down. Yeah, it's, yeah. This is a sundown riffing kind of so area. Usually that's the prime time for riffing. Sun Probably. going down. But on a holiday weekend where independence is abound, yeah. then, uh, you know, you've got to have the freedom to riff when you want to riff. We are independent of schedule. Yeah, we, we basically did this uh, for the Thomas Jeffersons and the John Madisons of the world. If they only knew. If they only knew. If they only knew that in the year 2011, Black two dude. brave men <laughs> would come together across races. Across. And say, you know what? Let's do our filthy podcast five hours early. I think they would weep tears of freedom. Because let me tell you something. The yeah. founding fathers in those types... Did you grab that weed? Yeah, here you go. Okay, I was just checking. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. The Founding Fathers certainly uh, have a lot of things to weep about this day and age, and none of them are tears of joy. Do you no. know what I mean? No. So we could give them a small bit. Just a... The pursuit of happiness, Like, like, like when somebody's will. crying and you make a dick joke and they go... <laughs> right? And they go... And they and kind of smile That's and such laugh a beautiful moment. Yeah, Someone is. is all emotional, uh, and you yeah. get them with that little... You just Bam. find that like, hey, hey, I'm trying to pull you back. Yeah. I'm trying to pull you back. And My line is usually, you know, tears make great lube. And then, uh, then they. Uh... <laughs> All right, so I bought this. <laughs> I, I bought this about two weeks ago, oh, and shit. I meant to bring it up last episode, but I totally forgot because I had it hiding in the corner. Uh, this is the official pipe for straight riffin. Oh shit! No way! Yes, Mitch, which gives you a special mustache. Two things. Number one. That is some of the most baller shit I have ever. That is the most baller pipe I've it ever does, seen. Does, I have no. It, it just makes to, you feel. I don't like to the, say that. Oh, yeah. I, I had to think. Is that indeed the most baller pipe that I've ever seen? It, it doesn't take long to decide. It, it is baller as shit, and also very it, high quality. I feel like this is what Groucho Marx would have fucking got high with. Mm, yeah. Yes. Mm. Mm, yeah. Oh. Mm, yes. Oh, indeed. It does make you kind of want to go. You do, yeah. You, yeah. you do want to treat it like a corn cob pipe. I yeah. just kind of want to hold it up the whole show, just like this. Like, I've incognito <laughs> on the whole riffing. Like, Sounds I'm like him. Teddy's talking through a pipe or something. Yeah, uh, like... See, when I be out talking to bitches. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do say. I, I declare. This is a, yeah, like, the quality of this. Is that high, fucking. How high do you have to be? Because you know this just started off as this right here. Yeah, without yeah. the fucking mustache. Yeah. And someone's like, yo, 
This should be real awesome if I just fucking put a mustache forever on it. <laughs> I, saw it on, <clears throat> I saw it on I saw it on Reddit under this? the uh, category of uh, "shut up and take my money," <laughs> which is a Futurama quote. You know, yes, where he's, yes. He's, shut up and take my money. Not enough Futurama quotes are used in the discourse. No, oh, believe me, there's plenty mm-hmm. uh, on things like Reddit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they they had a so I looked through there and they said like it was like they said something like the most epic pipe in the world or something like that I was like well this I have to see they had them in several colors I couldn't really decide I knew I didn't want a black one because then it would just look like a really long weird yeah it mustache. would look weird it looked like you had some sort of elephant man face yeah. or something you know I considered that. using a red one but then I was like well in it's pictures would it look like a a long tongue this blue or, thing yeah, the blue it, I it, think it, the blue it, works it blends in quite well and uh, and it complements the darkness the opacity if you will of the mustache. Yeah, yeah. This is this Mitch. This you you've outdone yourself. Yeah, you, I didn't. I mean, look. Uh, all credit goes to whoever no, made no, that. No, no, Mitch. And I don't have. The, you said shut I up and take my money. Link. You said shut up and take yeah, my money. I did, and I did. you deserve credit for that. Because yeah. a lot of people would have just said shut up. Yeah. Or shut the front door. That's a hot <laughs> pipe. Yeah. But they're like, they no, you said. you will not get the chance to take my money. I'm yeah. I'm gonna keep it, but I'm also gonna keep this memory of a very cool pipe. Yeah. yeah. This shit is amazing. So that's the official. That's, that's again. I was just gonna give it to you, but then I was like, "Oh, but no, you, I, no. I always want it, it here." It, it deserves a place. It deserves a permanent home in this world, and yeah. there's no better place than Straight Riffin headquarters. Well, feel free to. <laughs> and, the, okay and the ghost, the ghost in the room, agree with us. <laughs> uh, yeah, so feel free to use that uh, at any given point in the uh, in the broadcast. I am like a... great ass. <laughs> so uh... I am like a. I'm almost I'm almost nervous to use it because uh, great power, great responsibility, that whole thing. Yeah, yeah, and and I don't have. It's not like I have like nice, fresh quality. Don't matter though. Doesn't know. matter. Doesn't so, matter though. All right. Well, I because you know, know what it is you're when it. you're smoking out of a pipe like this, you don't need the freshest, highest grade of weed because right. the piece picks up the slack. That's true. You know it does compensate. When yeah. the jokes go down, pick it up, Chuck. If you right. Will. Of course. Of course. So this is. Well done, some sir. Baller ass shit. This is some baller ass shit right here. Yeah. This is this is like this is Fourth of July uh, smoking right here. This well, is... I'll have to get some pictures to put on the website because uh, I feel bad for everybody who's going to be listening to this later. Going, all right, five minutes about something I can't fucking see. Oh, but when and you I'm see gonna, it, but when you assholes, see it, you're like, oh, shit. you're gonna feel like really. And I will bad actually people. link to where you can buy one, as uh, you should, because you are gonna want to say, "Shut up and take my money." Yeah. I should probably get a hold of the person and go, hey, you're our first sponsor unofficially. I, uh... <laughs> I'm telling people about your shit. <laughs> we approve. Yeah, we approve. Riffin'. I feel like I should be in like a Dudley Do-Right cartoon tying someone up to the tracks. No one's ever going to come and find you, Dames, though. Oh, this no, is whatever amazing. will I do with whatever. the train? <laughs> Nothing, you see. It's too late for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, we need to add, like, some hairs on the side to wax them. So we do need to just, like, like, we need to, like, put actual hairs that we could put a little curly wisp on so you can you can actually wispy do it. Now, are you bummed uh, that you don't have the facial hair that would grow out that you could do that with a mustache and wax You could have just actually stopped that sentence at, are you bummed you don't have the facial hair that grows out? Because <laughs> that's where I'm at. You see, this this is grizzly vacation beard. You, you, uh, I'm looking terrible. Now, how long have you been on vacation? Uh, since Thursday. Now you see so that. So is, that's, yeah. that's that's how many days? This is probably since Tuesday. Now this this that I have week, right yeah. here. Yeah, I know. It's like three months, right? Right. Six the mustache. Like yeah. Two years. Okay. And I can't I can't get this thing that that connects the mustache and the uh, right, goatee. To, yeah, I can't. Yeah. I don't think I have. Do hair you think you would there. go Fu Manchu if you did? Do you think you'd shave off any kind of under undercarriage here? 
and just go Fu Manchu with it. You know, I I think I would if I like I suddenly got him. I would like I would want to try out. I basically be like one of those old toys that you you put the shavings on someone's face. Yeah, yeah. I would basically treat my face like that for yeah, yeah. for about a good three month run. Yeah. Because uh, I think I think I would. I think for a bit I would want to see if I if I could pull off the evil goatee look. You know what I mean? You gotta yeah. see that. They, but people are like, wait a minute, you're not Teddy. Yeah. You're alternate dimension Teddy. Wait a minute. It's bizarro Teddy. Evil Teddy. <laughs> like you don't seem as educated as you usually do. <laughs> yeah. Although, is it evil Teddy or would you be Bizarro Teddy? Would you just be like happy about everything in the world? I think I'd probably no. See, you know I, what I mean? Because Bizarro I, Teddy, you'd be yeah, you'd be uneducated and very happy about the world. Uh, and and again, and I don't think with the white? goatee. I don't think with the goatee. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, how bizarro are we getting? I, I think I think I'd be albino essentially. I would be albino, um, but. I, I I guess I would want to go. I would want my mustache to do the fucking curly loop thing. Yeah, I want yeah. that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to. I want to seem. Although nefarious. I can't help but feel like every time I've seen a guy do that, I just immediately I'm like the douche meter. Just it just goes off the charts. Uh, yeah. You know, actually, I. But uh, I don't know. I mean, sometimes the, they're good. Sometimes you're like, oh wow. For the first time, I got into a bar fight with a guy with uh, a mustache like that. With a mustache like that, which I How thought the like fight? was he twirling his mustache before yeah, the fight right? happened. Like, ah, I'm coming to get you. <laughs> you really well, want? To I get literally thought to, to myself, I was like, man. Like, how can you be angry you with that facial hair? Like, how you're, do you you're get... So, you've got to be so cool and collected with that facial hair. Yeah. It's like I was saying... He I, was the polar opposite of Which that. you don't deserve it. You don't yeah. deserve it then. If you can't be just the definition of just poised with that mustache, yeah. then just go ahead and put a Hitler mustache on, basically. Yeah. Because it's, it's basically you and Michael Jordan and uh, yeah, Hitler. you're a terrible fucking you're, person. You're, yeah, you may basically. as well. I, I watched the, the Notebook for the first time ever last night. I'm sorry. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> but the thing I and bring his it up. balls shrunk three sizes that I day. I bring it up because the dad, one of the dads in that movie, has a mustache. There's that, several dads in that movie? There's two, actually. There's a lot of dads. There's a lot of dads for that time period. Usually a dad of uh, uh, yellow cough or a whooping dysentery. cough. Yellow fever, something like that. Oregon Trail. Yeah, All right. something along those lines. But his the mustache. Cough. His mustache. By the way, never a sillier name for a worse disease, whooping cough. Whooping cough is pretty bad. I mean, uh, I'm trying to think. There's probably others. Dysentery. Uh, yeah. Dysentery is a pretty bad name. Yeah. Dysentery just sounds. But it's not so. But it doesn't sound goofy. Like whooping cough. Kind whooping, of yeah. Sounds I mean, fun. if we're talking about like, whoop, 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 I think know? that's the difference. Like, what is just a bad name for a disease versus yeah. what sounds just utterly uh, sh- shredding your credibility. Right. Like right. if you if you were like, oh, I'm real sick, bro. I haven't. I seen got the whooping cough. I'm like, oh, what's whoop. up? Yeah. Like, you know what? You ain't sick. You're not sick. You're yeah, you got to but this man's mustache yeah, all right. was like, it was on it was on this this thing, but real life times just a hundred thousand. Wow! And it, and like when he first appears on screen, it's one of those mustaches that you're like, oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> like shit's they, about to get real. You know, it's like one of those things where he just he has money, so that's that's where the mustache takes on that greater gravitas because he's just a dude. He's a dude with old old. Now southern, the, the obvious question: Did the girlfriend make you watch uh, Notebook? I realize she's here in the room and nobody knows that except me and you. But well, now everyone does now. Mitch. Now everybody knows. No, but Mitch, you give me that look like you're she like. Didn't, she didn't no, make it, no, no, I really. Mitch, I was. I've been meaning to get it. To it, was it, a, for a while. it was a movie choice that we both agreed to. Okay. She well, said, I mean, she "How do you feel about it. the Notebook?" Okay, and I said, was, "Oh, a movie I've no not offense, seen before." I had to check. You I, I would be very intrigued to see it. I hear there's some great mustaches. Yeah, and so you know. I hear epic facial hair is on the horizon. It is, dude. Bring forth the. It notebook. is, and he even he, and the thing that makes it epic is that he's fucking corn cop piping it up. All right, and doing go. the twirl. Nice. And hating on Ryan Gosling, just hateful, just hating, hating. 
Just I don't. I don't know anything about the movie, so don't don't give it away. But, well, I'm pretty sure that but I there can't, was two dads. I oh yeah, mustache. All right. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to remember why we were going with this. I was like, why are we talking about this so long? Oh yeah, the mustache, right. mustache is the only reason I brought it up. Mustache, and also yeah, because yeah. I just wanted to hear Mitch's version of pitching the Notebook to a Hollywood executive. <laughs> two dads. Two dads. A mustache. Two One dads. of them hates on Ryan Gosling. I think we're gonna make a fucking mint. <laughs> yeah, you guys sit down. Are you are you sitting down? Boy, have I got a pitch for you. Does the dad with the mustache have a corncob pipe? Uh, are you fucking serious right now? <laughs> really? This... Really? Wait. Who do you think I am? I not... wouldn't throw a corncob pipe. Did you, did you did not, you not hear... hear the part about the mustache? It's and the like... dads and the Two fucking dads. era yeah. that the movie was in. Hello. Corncob. You can you, best you know believe corncob you know, pipe is invited actually, to that I would party. recommend you to take a night and just get very uh, mind-altered and mm-hmm. watch The Notebook. Because I think you would appreciate the one thing that's in there. There is uh, perhaps, uh, the girlfriend mentioned this. She's like, it's the most awkward sex scene ever in cinema history. And wow. I was like, that's a bold claim. It is. It's a very bold claim. Now, I, have you ever seen Happiness? Which one? Just the uh, movie Happiness? Happiness? You ever seen that? Which one is that? Who's that? Uh, that's, uh, that's a Todd Solon's film. I've heard of that one, but I've not seen it. All right, dude. Todd Solon's just made, like, that dude, something happened to him a lot as a child. Is he on some, like, Terry Gilliam shit? No, no. Terry Gilliam is uh, actually far too normal to be. Uh, that's that's a that's that is a Todd Salons. That's a strange. I, I, I mean, if I a, showed you a photo of Todd Salons, you'd be like, all right, something happened to that boy. I mean, Terry Gilliam's made some weird ass fucking. No, I, Terry Gilliam's my favorite director of all time. He's Love great. him to death, and he's a great director. Absolutely. But some of, what was the? I'm trying to think of the one that came out a few years ago with the girl. Well, he had he had Welcome and, to the Dollhouse, yeah. which was uh, basically a story about rape. Yep. Uh, and then happiness. He had secretary. I feel like secretary he... is your dude. This guy. Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. Storytelling. Storytelling. Okay. That's what it was. Secretary. I'm, I, I, I get fucked. With the s's screw me up. <laughs> I will show you a photo of the guy, and you'll be like, yeah, something, something happened to that boy. Um, I mean, I'm just saying. There's just no two what ways about to that it. Boy. What happened to you? Who touched you where? Because I mean, for you to tell me that Terry Gilliam is normal compared to a director. Uh, yeah. Makes me under makes me get to a place you in my have mind. to, but you have to. That's because you have to see a Todd Salons film. There you go. That's Todd Salons. Okay. Well, now okay. it's all. Yeah. In there. there we go. It's all on with the, the giant he looks, glasses. He looks like he's very awkward in interviews. He's he, like, I don't want to talk. He you. looks he like sounds like that. A more awkward, eccentric, nerdier Malcolm Gladwell. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. With the glasses. I mean, he looks like Malcolm Gladwell rides that fine line between having the big glasses and being goofy and eccentric. There's another uh, photo Malcolm... of Todd Salons. Wow, that's a, that's, a, that's a broken man. Yeah, you see. That's a very broken man. Yeah. You can see it in the eyes, the creases on the face. Yeah. That's, a, that's a broken man. Now, happiness is, is like kind of, in a sense, it's like storytelling only, only if I had to describe it to somebody. Because happiness is sort of a series of stories. But it's... it's all these fucked up people, the whole movie's just fucked up people left and right, but they're sort of all intertwined. There's a psychiatrist who uh, rapes boys. Um, Good start. There's a, there's a boy who wants to uh, uh, have a big dick. Um, he's like 11. Some sort of weird Pinocchio. Uh, yeah, of yeah. When he lies, it gets... Ah, that would be... <laughs> <laughs> That's a Man, if that was the thing, that would be the greatest superpower ever. How has that not been made into a porn? I know. Has that I'll been bet some you, sort I'll, of reverse Pinocchio? There's got to be a Dick Okio. I don't think so. Pedicchio. I feel like I at know. this point in 2011, by all the things that you and I have seen in the dark corners of the internet, we would have run across a clip of Dinocchio. I've seen Edward Penis hands, you understand? Yeah, yeah. I knew yeah. of Edward Penis hands well before sure, you know, clips sure. were on the internet and stuff. I had a friend yeah. who actually like rented it. I like the political porn, like Schindler's Fist. That was also a good one. <laughs> <laughs> And you know, I just like I like I like to you know <laughs> get a little thinking in with my porn. Edward, 
Edward Peter Itty Bitty Gangbang is also a good one Edward, if you're big on midgets. Uh, that's also that's a real one. Edward, all of, yeah. all of his fingers are penises. They're all yeah. dildos. Just to, just to let people know, it's exactly what you're thinking. He is a man who is like Edward Scissorhands, but yeah, yeah. all of all of his fingers are in fact uh, large flappy dildos. Uh, now somebody at home texted asking. Uh, they said they have the feeling that Teddy has a white girlfriend and asked me to confirm. Oh, because I watched the notebook? You think black girls don't? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, they could very well just be taking this from your personality. No, I mean, sometimes the facts is on the table, and, uh, you know, this is what we call context clues. Yeah. We don't teach yeah. that in schools like we used to, but that's a We fair. don't? I mean, I don't know. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Time, but I mean, uh, they don't. For me, don't. anyway. I think I was the last generation to get context clues. Oh, son um, of a bitch. I think those kind of moments are weird because I've had a couple of those recently where like I've said something and someone's like, you're dating a white girl, aren't you? And I was like, I'm like, were we doing uh, unknowns 20 questions <laughs> while I was talking? Is it because maybe it's because most of your friends are white? I think so. That probably. could that could also be it. I think the cultural. I think uh, if you all if, if most well, no, of your I mean, friends. Not most, were, I mean, it's a pretty I got I got, I got, I got, I got uh, minorities and stuff in the mix. But uh, I would say every time I've hung six, out with you, it's pretty much been you. White, uh, you, white it's been it's been you'd be the only black guy in the group. Well, yeah, I mean, that's that's the most yeah, part. That, I mean, that's that's the thing. So that's why I in like, my head, okay. I'm thinking, well, then well, most let's go of your 70, friends 30. Are, we'll say 70, okay. 30. All right. 70, 30. I mean, you don't go to you don't go to Greencastle, Indiana college. And I'm I'm pretending that there's applause underneath for Jared. And and not just walk away with just uh, buku white friends. Yeah, you understand? makes sense. Sure. I mean, I went, I'm from Phoenix. So again, it was like three black I, people. I went to and, predominantly uh, Jewish, and they went school. out of their way to behave. It was uh, you will not find black people getting arrested in Phoenix. They are the most no. well. Yeah, they're like mm -mm, no. No. See, we, if we go to jail, there's gonna be no black people left in Phoenix. So they no, uh, we, we, exceedingly well. They behaved. gotta carry it on their backs. There, they've gotta carry that. Uh, I'm getting, uh, Teddy is very Kanye West with his blackness. That's why I ask. Um, I'm not even really sure what that even begins to mean. Can we, can we, can we have someone elaborate on what that means? That's my friend Farhad. I guess I could, what, I what could have What does Kanye West with my blackness Let's mean? see if I can, I don't, I don't I, really know. Because I'm pretty sure I can understand that if he means that I'm a one step away from saying something like George Bush does not care about black people. If that is what he's talking about, yeah, yeah. then I, I could get that. Right. But if he's talking about, you know, like. Champagne wishes and dirty white bitches. Then I guess, I guess I also am too guilty. I mean, of I was just saying, like I, that. That's not too far. I mean, you don't have thirty, but you know, <laughs> look. that you know of. Mitch. I'm not, yeah, look, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to play down your game or anything. I'm trying to save you. I mean, you know, he didn't say what kind of relationship he had to those thirty white bitches. He just said they that's exist. true. You that's know? true. They could be friends, acquaintances. They could be uh, book club members. Book uh, club. Kanye Definitely. Kanye's big on the book club. A lot of book clubs. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm very fast. Doesn't know how to type, but reads like a motherfucker. <laughs> I may as well just turn on the call for the you know it's it's Fourth of July. Yeah, it's Fourth of July. It, you know I'm I'm very fascinated by this. I'm very fascinated by this. I go ahead and turn on the uh, uh, call. Here. Wow, there we go. I All did right. not expect Mitch's face to just pop up on the internet like that. Just <laughs> for a second, just, I see Google search results and what's his name? Todd. What? Uh, Todd Salon. Todd Salon's broken face. Now then, I I might be Mitch's face just it's dissolves SOL. over it. O N D Z. I assume that's Salon. salons. Salons. But yeah, so happiness is you. You need to see it. I'll. I'll. I'll lend it to you if you promise to bring it back. I'm very mm. paranoid when people don't bring back DVDs, but I'd be happy to lend it to you. Sure, that sounds like a very. It might, it might break your. Uh, break your spirits, Mitch. You're talking to me. I know. It might break your spirits. 
and I apologize in advance <laughs> for that. Do you do you uh, know how fucking devastating something would have to be to break my spirits? That's true. Yeah, I that's mean, true. I, don't, I don't think I have spirits to be broken. So you would have to first of all rebuild my spirit. Right, right. Only to then. Well, it does start happy. It's called happiness. See, I don't. That's a trap. See, see, I, don't of, buy, yes. I don't buy into that. Nah, see, see, yeah. unlike other people, I know, I know what the game is. You understand? Yeah. yeah. If you now put, you do. If you put happiness on. The- <laughs> I mean, it's got a cartoon cover. It looks very yeah. happy. It's See, called and I happiness. Know it's, a, it's, a, it's the old okie doke. In a sense, way. really, the whole movie Kansas is City about. Shuffle. It's about a group of people trying to find their own happiness in a fucked up world. But it sounds like they never do. No. <laughs> no. No. It's no. just despair and misery mostly. But well, that sounds uh, like my kind of flick, bro. Exceedingly fucked up. Anyway, awkward sex scenes are plenty in that. That's yeah. bringing this back to ten minutes ago. Right, so I guess um, maybe we would have to do a. a and pe- also, Ichi the Killer. That would be another. Uh, okay, see, sex. I don't think we can conclude any Japanese films. Right. Okay, that's no, fair. Because it's 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 awkward sex scenes, and then it's Japanese film sex scenes. Remember, there's crazy. That's true. That's and true. then there's Japan. That's, that's, Japan exists in its own world. Like it has its own. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Back to the Future. Marty McFly's own mother tries to get along with him in the front seat of the car. Okay, I'm not talking about after like, after trying to get him I'm to not drink talking underage. About awkward in the sense of like just uncomfortable things happening. Okay, I mean, the, right, li- right. the actual scene, the actual action happening. If you're right. just taking two supposedly normal human beings supposedly, engaging, yeah. in, <laughs> supposedly it's a keyword. <laughs> it is a notebook, uh, and they're engaging in a normal human behavior. Okay, you are just All like right. no, real people don't do this. Oh, right. real people don't do this. And the other thing I think makes it more awkward than the Todd Salon film is that. Uh, you have the upfront that you're dealing with broken people, right? So you kind of know that you're down the rabbit hole. But this is the notebook. True, this is what true. this is what high school girls hold on to, and they they talk about and they write notes about it and things. And this shit is just so not a. It's so uncomfortable. It's okay. so uncomfortable. Okay. All right. I'll I think f- you should at least look it up. Someday. I'll look up just the sex scene. Just look well. up notebook awkward sex scene. All right, all right. I'll take Be a sure look. that you're biased. I was just, you know, in my head, I was thinking, well, let me, let me think through some awkward sex scenes in movies because I, I like how I like how it went from the Notebook to Back to the Future incest. Well, you said awkward sex scene. <laughs> I mean, and and that's, I'm only that's human. I mean, I mean that's, you know, incest, what I do. I think incest is a trump card. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to find. Uh, Start off with some silly news. How's that? We gotta work our way up. We're gonna work our way up. Yeah, to yeah. The old independence, uh, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. what's eighteen? The uh, eighteen twelve overture, basically the finale. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And make sure that song is added to the band list. I never want to hear it again. Come on, name that movie. Oh, come on. We talked about it like last week after the show specifically oh, damn it that was a very long time oh man all right it's cool uh v for vendetta that is it yep good film. that's right yeah great film loved it yeah that's uh i don't remember yeah. that one that's what's one of the lines i don't i, I remember now though when you put it we've up. been doing our random sweeps and picked up a lot of discussion involving the so-called fireworks the other night <laughs> a lot of concerns about a terrorist You've uh, you've got that down. Thank you. I've watched a movie enough. I, should. I was gonna say probably by yourself. Yeah, not a. What are you trying to? What do you? What do you mean? Probably by yourself. What are you trying to say about me? I heard that. I heard that sneaking that in there. Probably by I was, yourself. I, don't, I think I was looking you dead in the eyes when I said <laughs> it. It's much like I just I just trying to retort the character assassination. I did not assassinate your character, sir. Yeah, your, your acquaintance did. Uh, by saying that he gets the the vibe that you're dating a white girl. 
They call me Kanye West. Call me fish sticks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't blow fish. <laughs> That's all I'm saying right now. Ah, uh, good times. No, I'm sure you watch that movie with plenty of people. Yeah. <laughs> That's the fastest eye roll I think I've seen in a long time. Uh, I, I have watched it with a number of people, but yeah, I would say overwhelmingly it's been just, just, it's just been me. Yeah. Well, I do a lot of things by myself. I live alone. I do too. This is the first time I've talked to a human in like four days. This is exciting yeah. for me. I, you know, as as you someone know. who rides the bus as much as I do, the thing that I'm very aware of is how much time I spend with myself and my own thoughts. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you, it's kind of like it reminded me of this thing I read a long time ago about how the Russians are very uh, good people in terms of, because uh, they ruminate so much, all the sadness and loneliness there and the drinking. They're very ruminative type of people, and they have a greater ability to empathize with other people's situations because they spend so much time processing their own thoughts and ruminating. Really? I always thought they were pure evil. No, I mean, that's, um, yeah, some of them. Okay. But the ones that did not get killed... Right, by the evil right. ones are very, very... Rem- the well, serfs. I, all I the know serfs is this. are very, very much so... Having remade. worked in web development for so long, I know that I'm exceedingly wary of Russian programmers. Yeah, I mean, I had a computer science uh, Russian dude named Mr. Rockmatulin who used to kick me out of the class and put me in the uh, hallway because he's an asshole, so fuck right, him. Right, right, right. I mean, I'm right, I'm right there. I'm, well, I'm, a, I'm driving this, a bandwagon with you. You look up, like, anytime you hear about some crazy, like, uh, uh, virus... Or, or a botnet or something like that, Russians. where it's like somebody found uh, uh, chat an exploit roulette. or something like that. A chat roulette, perhaps. Uh, no, no, perhaps. I don't actually know who. A who, fucking Russian, right, like right. a 15-year-old like dude. Like the ActiveX hacks, uh, any kind of exploits and stuff like that. Fucking nine times out of ten, yeah. Russians. Yeah, so the dude who's so responsible. I'm like, there's something going on in your culture yeah. where like, what you want to do with computers is ruin people's lives. Or just put a bunch of random cocks in a bunch of people's faces. That was a Russian kid. 16-year-old Russian kid. Well, it's not like the Russian kid was like, I'm going to put my cock in a bunch of people's faces. Listen, if you came up with the idea for chat roulette, you and me both, okay? Right. And and we understand that at our place in this life, we are basically where 16-year-olds I probably I should not be the one that you use for this because that would be the reason I'd make chat roulette. Okay, so I'll rest my case. I'll rest my case then. So why are you trying to pretend like this kid didn't fucking know what he was doing? I'm giving... No, no. Why are you giving this kid the benefit of the doubt, (laughs) Mitch? I don't think that his intention was, hey, I hope a bunch of dudes get to show chicks dicks. Now... That would be my intention. Oh, okay. So I, I say I understand. You would be very, you would. All right, I get it. You see, that's I why it. I would make such a thing. <laughs> okay. Showing chicks. Nature, the nature of the brainstorm is very different. Yeah, yeah. He, I would be like, he at least had can you just get two naive... random people together and then just show so cocks like, and if, just hit refresh until like a like girl says nice cock. cock I don't like, but you... I just I just push next. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah, see, he tried to build bridges. The bridges just happen to be populated by random penises. That's right. Building bridges out of dicks. But you you would have you would have built bridges out of dicks. Yeah. Yeah. It would not have been an accident. Which by the way, uh Sounds saves like you the trouble album. of having to make a drawbridge or like part the thing that you know splits in half. If it's made out of dicks, it'll just go limp and then Sounds like a good album title, by the way, for you. Building bridges out of dicks. Good comedy album. Maybe like a uh, you know, just kind of a uh, special holiday release. All right, free for I'll have people. to wait till like my sixth album because I've already named the next like five. No, I got. I mean, so, I do that too. Yeah. You know what I mean, but it's but when you come up with a good name, you can't just cast it off. That's you know true. I mean? Building bridges out of dicks is is, is that's that's good. Solid goal. That's a, solid. That's a fucking solid, solid name. Goal. If I saw Reverend Mitch building bridges out of dicks, I'm gonna pay money for that. I'm gonna say, shut up and take my money. Shut up and take <laughs> my money. Speaking of which, how's that pipe? I'm about to pack that. Shit. There we go. Yeah. And then I'm going to talk. I'm gonna <laughs> While talk you're like packing that, I'm going to tell you uh, this story uh, right. about what happened in JFK Airport. 
One hundred sex crazed turtles Stop closed it. down Stop the it. airport. Stop it! That's right. Stop it! One hundred diamondback terrapin turtles flash mobbed a runway at JFK Airport today, leading to a closure of that so, route for more like, than an hour. It was sex crazed in that headline with quotations, like it's a fucking. Yes. So someone, so someone said sex crazed, or they are officially sex crazed. It's uh, not just the AP pulling shit out of their ass. These turtles are really sex crazed. Uh, let's see. You well, Port you Authority joke, spokesman John Kelly said, this may be a major international airport, a gateway to New York City and the United States, but any facility that is built on water, sometimes your neighbors come in a hard shell variety. Did he, did he actually say come in a hard shell variety? That is, that is. In an article about sex crazed turtles? Absolutely My man correct. is very clever. Yeah. I don't even think that they knew what he just pulled over on them. Yeah. Well, it said, actually, it said, because we're talking about turtles, someone has to make a joke. And they already have a Twitter account. Sex crazed turtles? Mm hmm. It's like the fucking uh, snake. Well, unless it got taken. JFK turtles, actually. It's, it's like that snake the, that uh, escaped from the zoo in New York. Bronx, the uh, Bronx, like, uh, Bronx snake or whatever. And it had a, it had its own Twitter account before they caught it, oh, put right, it back right, in, right. and it was just talking about all the sites in New York that it was taking out, like hanging out the entire, like hanging out the top of the Empire State Building, and how everyone looked delicious down below, things like that. It was a very big hit. People were very sad actually when the snake was uh, recaptured. Now the New York Times used that exact same quote from uh, Mr. Kelly and uh, did not mention that it was a joke. So <laughs> certainly, there's people that read that and were like. Yes, that's true. They probably would come in a hard shell variety. Yeah. Mm. Wait a minute. Come in. A... Oh, that's good. <laughs> oh, that was. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the pipe accentuates everything. It's great. I love it. Wow, that's naughty. <laughs> All right, let's see what else I got in the silly news here. Uh, a woman was arrested after spraying deputies. Wait, did they get all the turtles out, though? Did they get them out? Yeah, like, I'm, with... I'm pretty sure it's all good now. I don't know. They might this, still be there. Wow. I just like that headline. 100 sex crazed turtles take over the airport. I like that. I'm just, I'm just like thinking to myself, like all these turtles just humping on the runway, and like yeah, the pilot thinking, has like, to be like, this shit got freaking. Um, we're going to be delayed for another uh, about like a half a, hour. Turtles are fucking on the runway. <laughs> sounds like a robot chicken <laughs> sketch or something. Yeah. Like a vignette or something in there. That's why I love when uh, real life spills over into robot chicken and vice versa. Yeah. Exactly. It's good. It's good. And I feel like that I feel like Seth Green maybe had a hand behind this. He was just yeah. setting it up so that it would be very authentic when he you know, puts that on the next season. Jose suggests that Sex Crazed Turtles would also be a good album title. Good band name, rather, I would say. Good band yeah, name. Yeah. Better better band name. We are the Sex Crazed Turtles. And we are here to rock. Are you ready, Milwaukee? <laughs> Sex Crazed Turtles! <laughs> Coming the hard shell tour 2011. Uh, now here's a story about You've a got broken to sing woman like that if you're rock who. Uh... All right, <laughs> Budokan. If you can't um, hit that note, you don't deserve to be. A yeah, rock I can't star. do it. Can't. That's too. It's too. That's where my Kanye me. West comes in. Uh oh, shit, y'all. He haven't heard. You haven't heard him deploy that one yet. That's uh, that's what I'm working on. Maybe I am Bizarro Kanye West. Maybe that's what I am. Okay, but you both agree that George Bush hates black people. I mean, facts is facts. Huh? All right. You can't base a bizarro claim off of okay, facts. That's you know true. I mean? It's true. It's fair. I mean, does, it's he, fair. does he not hate him? Yeah, I mean, I mean that's true. I mean, it's yeah, it's true. I mean, you know, I'm just saying other things. He seemed know. to like Colin Powell. Kanye West loves his mother. Okay. Nope. No, that's true. That would be bizarro. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sing songs about her. I tell jokes in which she accuses me of being a uh, date rapist. So, I have not heard you tell that particular joke. Well, it's a good one. 
Okay. That's how you know things are going well. Well, on <laughs> Thursday, when the both of us are performing, perhaps you'll have to pull that one out of the bag. I might have to. Let's hope uh, life doesn't treat me poorly, and I have to pull it out of the bag. But uh, what would, well. what I would... think I might do it just so that you know it now. Yeah. I thought, yeah. That, I thought that you had known that joke before. Because, you know, we've mm. talked about how I don't do personal jokes on stage. Yeah. And that is, that is the one. Two, I have two now. But that's the one that's been there for a while. Yeah. And I pretty a... much, all my personal jokes are on my DVD. Right. Since then, it's all been kind I've of got, abstract. I've got none. I've got none, but that's that's the one where I, I talk about. Um, I talk. The whole thing is about how like when people think about talking about sex with their parents. Well, you did bring up. I have noticed in your in the last two times I've seen you, you did mention your or maybe three times it's been. I don't know. Uh, you did mention your invisible children. Mm-hmm. You are obsessed with the invisible children. That's the second personal joke that I have now. Is my, my kids that exist in the ethereal. Yeah. 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 Although I don't think anybody else really knows. Oh, Teddy's talking about his invisible children like he always does. <laughs> They're taking it as like, oh, this is a story a, about about joke. whether a terrible human being versus a racist. And then when it gets to who's the, the worst yeah. person? But when it gets to the kids section, Mitch is just like, no, I know this. Yep, ain't no jokes. Oh, here we go. Ain't no jokes anymore. He's talking about invisible children. Sorry, Mitch. It's like I always tell you. So if I, I suddenly about became them, racist, I could still go to Teddy's kid's birthday party. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, again, like, I, I mean, my what? kids, my kids would be very well. They Republicans were right. Those black people are wily, you know. <laughs> You'd be like, you're a terrible human being, Mitch, <laughs> but you can still come to the party. Just bring a good uh, yeah, gift. Right? Yeah, just bring... I just... I think that... Uh, I think it's funny to to hear you say that, too, because it's... <laughs> you always... I, it's like I always tell you, they, they're fucking watching me, Mitch. I can't yeah, yeah. not... They know. They know what's up. Okay? Right, right. So before they get here, I just I feel like, like, I gotta say, that's not a bad way to live your life. If you... Uh, in the abstract of... Or the absence, I should say, of, of a parent who gives a shit... Right. Uh, giving a shit about kids that don't exist yet, right. and your uh, life's repercussions on them—I already know those is, things. Yeah. It, that's that's not a bad way to go. It's yeah. better than like, oh man, in the clouds is going to burn me in hell yeah. if I, you know, yeah. fuck up. Or I like, think about thing. I think about conversations I have to have because all the time because I know that there was not going to be easy, good conversations. You know I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's I, mean, I, can, I can remember when my mom was still alive. I remember thinking like, I could never like if I did anything like really bad in life. That would be the hardest part is like my mom going, you know, like, why'd you do that? But she's gone now. So like free reign party, you know, yeah. parents are away. I don't even know when that shift happened, actually. I wish I had some sort of stenographer. I could go back right. to the record when my shift went. You got to carry like, one on the backpack and the little portable stenographer. I would there. love to have one. I've I been, uh, I got a Camelback, actually. Some, uh, got a, I got, a, I put a Craigslist ad out. So All right. that's good. I'm that's looking good. for pygmies. Get that stenographer Looking going. for uh, pygmies who can type 70 words per minute. Holler at me. Hater for hire on Twitter. <laughs> All right. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't think it's a bad way to think about seventy kids. words. By the way, in English, you you're not. I mean, unless you want to translate pygmy. I mean. Oh yeah, no, that's a very good distinction. Yeah, Please, I, mean, I just want to. Put I that don't out. want any uh, pygmy languages. Okay, so uh, burn your resumes right now. Okay. If you were uh, gonna do that, burn them. You're like, what happened earlier? Well, <laughs> <laughs> asshole. <laughs> and you're like, look, asshole. I don't have yeah. no fucking idea what you just. I don't know what. Well, this is not what I. What does that mean? You know I hired you to give me a transcript, not confuse me more. You know what? Get out of my camelback. Get out of the camelback right now. You can walk. But wouldn't it be kind of cool to actually sort of learn sort of a click language like that? Where Only can... if it was there, uh, you know, they had English as a second language. Yeah, that's true. It's true. I, can't, I need an ESL pygmy. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Holler at me, ESL pygmy. All right. Right. It's good. It's good. <laughs> There's going to be certain words they're going to have trouble pronouncing, but as long as they can type, you're good. Yeah. 
But yeah, I think I think uh, I think you're right. It's not a bad way to it's not a bad way to live in yeah. anticipation of your kids and being a well. It's, I'm a, it's a sense about of it, accountability. You know I'm what I mean? Of, yeah, I'm thinking about it in a in a in a larger sense. The long not arc. with you specifically, but like like girl any girl who's ever dated me. Let's say uh, I think to my you know, there's been times that I go, God, what if you ever have kids? Don't tell them about this. <laughs> <laughs> don't put it on. This is why there's no sex tapes of me because I'm oh. like, you don't want. You don't need. They you don't, don't need. need you don't need a public need to, record. It doesn't this. need to be a thing. If there's a public record, your children will know about it one day, and you don't want the ethereal kids. Uh, See, and that's why I know. About that's this. why I think about my ethereal. And kids I have a, lot. Num- a, a, a number of my exes have kids now, and I'm like, that's again, weird. that's really weird. Uh, don't let them know you ever had any affiliation yeah. with me, because yeah. they're gonna have a lot of questions. I mean, I'll wave to you and be like, yeah, we went to high school together. Wink, wink. But don't let them know how deep the rabbit hole goes. No. See, no, I think that's, I think you you hit on it because the fucking public record, or how deep now. into the rabbit hole I went. Never we mind have... what. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that what we're calling it nowadays? <laughs> is that what the kids call coitus? Shit. Um, the Baby, public I gotta record. get in that rabbit hole, move I'm around a little bit. I'm trying to get deep in that rabbit hole, girl. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm late for a very to, important day. You gotta get me in there, yeah. A glass of tea or something. Mm, uh, yeah, yeah. Please, please don't look at me. Eat like me, that. drink please me. Please don't ever look at me like that with the fucking <laughs> pursed lips and the eyes. Mm. Yeah, that. Way. <laughs> you looked up for just a moment, and I felt like you were about to violate my own rabbit hole. So, all right. That's all. I'm sorry. No, you, you should be. Was not. Um, but public record. You're right. That's yeah. why. That's why I think about the ethereal kids because I know when they come into the world, they will. They will reach a place. But it will see these things that I did. Right. And I'm gonna have to do some serious explaining. And I'm gonna have to say, hey, listen, <laughs> shit was You're like, hey, what's the what's the half life on MP3s? I just gotta... <laughs> How long does a podcast stay on the internet? Yeah. Does a comedy album just dissolve like a mission impossible tape after six years? Dad, what's fucking solutions? Mm, no no idea. Son. That's, that's called no a idea. bad time in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Now I haven't heard that whole album. I, I listened to samples of it on iTunes. Uh, they thankfully gave you the long samples, so they're like a minute, minute and a half at a time, uh, which is cool. And so I was able to uh, catch certain bits, and I was like, I have not heard this. Before. I don't do actually any. I do maybe two jokes on that album out of like twelve or thirteen tracks, yeah. and they're all and they're very different than they are on the album. But I don't, I don't know, yeah. I don't know exactly why. But I don't do a lot of those tracks anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, I mean again in the same way. It's like there's certain stuff that just worked for that DVD. That, yeah. uh, that I don't do. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I don't, you know, again, the, the, and it's like, you're not, the why I'm going to hell bit, that's way too long to be bringing up on stage. I haven't done, like, TK always gets angry when I don't do the women or the devil bit. So I've done that a few times yeah. just because TK is like, come on, you got to do that bit. Yeah, that's the same yeah. thing, too. If you, if, you, if you put something on record and TK likes it, he's going to have fucking, he's just going to go to it and be like, you do this thing. Yeah. You do this yeah. thing. That's why I ended up doing the Asian baby joke so much because I never did it for a very long time after I did it on the album. And he kept being like, you, you should do that a lot more. And then it developed into the thing that it is now between are you a racist, are you a terrible human oh, being. Oh, all right. Because right. I, I did it, and I just didn't pull it off the shelf for a long time. And he kept pushing me to do it. And then it, then I realized what it had become then. Yeah. And yeah. I matched up all these other things with it. Now it's now it's the sad, bleak tale that it is. Yeah. yeah. Well, my Women of the Devil bit has, has evolved uh, greatly. Uh, it started as just a very basic one-off kind of thing that I did at a party. Uh, and then uh, it's evolved into like... Uh, I, uh, what's her name? Shot Joey Buttafuoco, Ava Fisher. Like it is evolved into. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's evolved it, for into. For a second, I thought instead of saying shot Joey Buttafuoco, you said shout out Joey Buttafuoco, uh, Amy. Yo Fisher. yo, shout <laughs> out Joey like, Buttafuoco, like, Amy Fisher. Wait a minute. The first shout out that Mitch ever does is to Joey Buttafuoco and Amy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh man, that would be terrible. <laughs> that would have been th- uh, that's why I said no, that no, was like no. No. No, no. Shot. That's that. It's that. You, you yeah, know, our yeah. brains work so no, quickly. I, I, I get and it's, it, yeah. You you hear things and you yeah. you have to make sure. Yeah, and I was yeah. just about to put the old pie. Yeah. What is this? What is the meaning of this madness? Rubble, rubble, The hamburger now. Rubble, 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 rubble. Right, the Hamburger is the rabble, rabble, rabble guy, right? That and yeah, yeah. South Park too, where they do that. Um, all the like the town meeting. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Rabble, 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 rabble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Favorite, my, that's one of my favorite things. They took a job. Yeah. No, it evolved into like Amy Fisher's a terrible person who shot a bitch in the face, but Joey Buttafuoco is the public enemy of that. Meanwhile, Amy Fisher is a porn star now, and I have jerked off to that, and so I clearly have no morals. And uh, women of the devil. <laughs> this story just came full circle so beautifully. That's right. That's right. Uh, and it was so succinct too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and I jerk off to that. So. <laughs> and by the way, <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Just boop boop. By boop, the way, uh, future kids number. of mine, that never happened. That's literally just for the stage. Uh, make up stories. This like is the that. part where the kids start going. I don't know what to believe anymore. I don't know. Oh, they're going to have that problem, yeah. I'm one of those, you know, uh, I, I think that it, it's a comedian thing, really. I think we're, we're both kind of similar to that. My my jokes have gotten me in a lot of trouble where people take me seriously. I'm like, I, look, unless I start with, no, I'm fucking serious, right. just I'm kidding. Yeah, exactly. exactly. 99% of the time, I'm fucking kidding. Or, like, I might be slightly serious, but, like, it ain't so serious that it's worth fighting over. Right. It's very. It's very rare that you say something to me. In which I slip off the fucking comedic, uh, like, okay, I could laugh this shit off. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, if yeah. it's a fucking, if it's a deep puncturing wound, then I just, it's one of the, I think you can Teddy, agree to Tell this. me it's, why black people are so lazy. See, that's what, <laughs> that's what a bloodlust boils up right there, you see? So the bloodlust comes hey, in. See, I can get away with that, because, uh, you know, I'm just kidding. Yeah. 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 I, do I? <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. That's like that's like that time in high school when I fucking was running the broadcast journalism program, and this kid came up to me. He's like, "Man, I don't know why you're doing here. You could jump high." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Yo, you jump! Why you, you in need school? to sit the fuck down right now, son, before <laughs> some real bad shit happens uh, to you, okay? Because I'm about to. I just you, ugh, ugh, just sit down, okay? You, you are lucky that I don't have final say over your grade because that shit would be fucking doomed forever." Yeah, yeah. I thought for a minute you said grave. I was like, oh, damn, that would Oh, be- I could have some final say over some graves, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, like, if you if you were like, hold on, hold on, before you put that epitaph on there. I gotta- <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking in my head. Like, like you're lucky I'm not the one writing your epitaph. Right? I mean, like, here lies a terrible human being. By the way, high. how can you jump now, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> Who's got ups now, bitch? <laughs> yeah. Look, Me, I can spell because a- I paid attention to school instead of jumping, dick. Right. What? Or just, just real shit like your father is a very bigoted person. <laughs> <laughs> Every time they go to lay flowers, they're like, Oh, that's right, he my father was a raging bigot. Yeah. Very sorry. Yeah. Very sorry. And they'll have to bring their ba- black girlfriend along to do that. That's the way you gotta do that. That's the way to do it. It's like it's one of those things where it's like uh like, my no, enjoyment of making my father uncomfortable has not yet crossed the threshold of where black chicks will pay attention to me. Um, yeah. It's a fine paradigm shift. But it's like every time I end up dating a girl for a lengthy period of time and my dad goes like, so how's dating? Or like, you had a girlfriend? And I'm all like excited. I'm like, yeah. And he always goes, what is she? And I always pause for a minute. I'm like, do I tell him? Yeah. Do I tell him that she's black? Know. 
I've done it a few times where I said she was black. Because I had a, a inverse kind of thing uh, with uh, with my mom, whereas like she, the girl's in for a while, was white, and she seemed very friendly to her, and before Uh-oh. the bottom fell out. Oh. Uh, and then she started writing the fucking things. beast came out. No, I mean, by beast, I mean uh, explicit bigotry. My mom wrote exact sentences to me in which she said verbatim, uh, your mother was black, your father is black. Sorry about that. Wow. That's a verbatim sentence from her. And this is after after being in a multi. So you're like, you have to go back. You understand? You got to go back and reevaluate everything. Be like, were you just being uh, full of shit when you were nice? Because I'm pretty sure. Did she have like Wayne Williams posters up in her room or anything? That's the thing, though, right? That's the thing. I mean, that's that's the thing. Like, that's partially why it is the way that I am now. Because, like, when someone puts something out there like that, you go, this is not an accident. This has been here for a long time. You don't just put some shit out here like this unless it's been lurking under the surface for a hot minute. So now that it's out in the fucking top, what's really going on here? You don't you don't say things like I know that you are visibly uncomfortable in front of large groups of black people and beyond jubilant in front of large groups of white people. That's another exact sentence. So you got to understand if you're my perspective mm-hmm. and you grew up from this situation mm-hmm. and now your mother's just being an outright bigot, mm-hmm. you don't have any luxury anymore to give any benefit of the doubt because bigotry like that has always been there. It's just a matter of now that I'm pulling out from having any kind of relationship with you and you're trying to fucking hold on to something. Now what's really going on? You understand? So is she so she's like the uh, the guy on um, uh, Boondocks. Mm hmm. Look at all the white children. That guy? Like, the uh, white, white race has been so benevolent to us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Uncle Ruckus. So she's that's basically that's, Uncle Ruckus. She's Uncle Ruckus. Oh, wow. She actually, um, she, Uncle Ruckus, I think, is, is actually better than her because Uncle Ruckus is honest about the fact that he is an unrepentant bigot. That's true. And she true. Uh, would like to mask it in this guise of saying things like, uh, you know, the way that uh, you treat me is not uh, indicative. Of how now, I- does she date uh, predominantly white men or does she just not date? Does my mom? Have, yeah. No, my mom does not date. She's uh, not date too, too full of hate for that. No, I mean, my dad passed away when I was 11 and she never remarried, dated anyone, as far as I know. Well, that gives her some credit, no? No? Not so much? Okay. You give me that look like... Yeah, like you know, no credit. If it was National right. Credit Day, she gets no credit. <laughs> how do you get credit when you say your mother was black, your father is black? Sorry about that. There's no way that you could then get credit for anything after that. I, I literally just, uh, it, it shows just just this side of completely blackened heart. Just, just a, <laughs> like, a, like a little spattering of pink. You know, like when you're cooking a steak, yeah. you're like, fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or like you cook a microwave burrito. And you get to the, you're like, oh, this is I do is not really own a microwave at this point. And then right in the so middle, all of a sudden, about. there's a fucking ice chunk, and you're like, oh, you son of a, the inverse of that, but exactly. with her heart. Right. That's all I'm saying. No, I can, I can understand that. You know what I mean? To a degree. I can understand it. Uh, I do not uh, particularly okay. acknowledge it, but uh, cool. I can understand. I mean, the things, the things that have been, that have been said, I mean, the, like the depth of a, to, uh, how do you tell someone, your mother's black, your father's black, sorry about that, you mean that shit. Right. You mean that yeah, shit, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And the thing that it makes it very Sounds galling. Sounds like a Pearl Jam song. <laughs> Split in the back circle. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking alive. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just want to. Is still a to sail? Is that the question? I'll take me. I'm still alive. Your mother was black. Oh, freezing. <laughs> Rest your head on a pillow made of concrete. <laughs> your yeah. father was black. Sorry about that. <laughs> there you go. 
That's yeah. good. Thank you. I'm a big pro. Better make sure that Eddie Better's not listening. He's like, oh, that is a good no, song. No, he's too busy doing that ukulele. That ukulele, right yeah. yeah. That seems weird to me. That seems very weird. I'm very sad that Eddie Vader is uh, doing ukulele. <laughs> Yeah, maybe that's one of his uh, ukulele songs. Visibly uncomfortable. We should get him on here for an interview and then should. crank the volume way up and he'll. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so what's up with the ukulele? <laughs> Ticketmaster sucks. <laughs> Which I don't disagree with. Ticketmaster is no, it's good. Uh, but the I mean, ticket that's no excuse to go on a ukulele tour, though. <laughs> Certainly not. That does not give you that right. Sorry, it does not at all. Yeah. Um, you don't get free reign for ukulele just because you hate Ticketmaster. Look, yeah. I hate Ticketmaster. You don't see me plucking no, no Hawaiian strings. Yeah, not at all. But I think that I think that's a crazy thing. Like that's the thing that happened with there that I had to reevaluate. Where I was like, okay, so like when someone you says had to reevaluate your life because Eddie Vedder did a ukulele album. Yes, oh, that okay. because Eddie Vedder did a ukulele <laughs> album, I reevaluated my relationship with my mother and everything. Right. <laughs> Mom, mom, look, we can't do this anymore. Yeah, wait, what's what's up, child? Uh, Eddie Vedder did a ukulele album. He's got a fucking uh, poster where he's holding a ukulele in front of his face, and it just looks terrible. It's in black. And, and I, white. then I realized you're a hateful person, and I can't <laughs> talk to you anymore. Then I realized that this this cord needs to be severed. Uh, but that uh, that uh, when someone says something that is so revealing of a position that you may have thought was there, but then you're like, okay, so fucking it's there, and not only is it there, but it's the fortress. Like right, it's, right. It is it is where you set up shop. Well, it's shop. like my father once said to me, uh, and it had nothing to do with me specifically, but it did have to do with black people. He said, uh, he said, if you look around the world, anywhere in the world where the majority of the population is black is not a nice place to live. That's what he said. Yeah. Wonder why? Because a lot of white people rolled through beforehand and yeah. fucked shit up. And I was like, well, you that's... Very simplifying of the point, you know what I mean? And and the unfortunate thing is, like, I'd like to be like, oh, no, actually, there's a place in Canada called, you know, what, Manitoba, uh, 90% black and highest income in Canada. You know, like, I, I just don't have anything like that. But, yeah, again, it's like you're ignoring so much history. To even, uh, like, you do, the thing is, like, you don't even need a response or an example to be like, well, actually, you're wrong because this is actually where black people have done this. It's like to be so blithely ignorant of why those circumstances exist. Yeah, yeah. I don't need to offer up. I don't need to, I don't need to proffer up anything to you right. because that's just so revealing of like you do not understand a fucking thing. Well, it's like Chris Rock's uh, whole bit. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you heard about the uh, about his black neighbors. Or his neighborhood, oh, rather. That, yeah, that, I love that one. Where it's like, he's, like he's, he's got he next to, uh, he's next to, he's next he's to Jay-Z. Like, he's four black people and, in my neighborhood. And a dentist. <laughs> me, Jay-Z, the, the best rapper of all time. And some people, Mary J. Blanche, one of the best R&B singles of all time. And he goes, me, I don't think I'm that great of a comedian. And a fucking, he's like, and then he's, and he's like, a, he's like, a, he's like you know, my neighbor's a dentist. He's a white yeah. dude who's a dentist. He's like, do you know what a black person <laughs> would have to be in my neighborhood to fucking be that? He would have to have invented teeth. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's just a dentist. He's just a fuck. he's just, just a, dentist. a dentist. He's just a normal, everyday dentist. And his fucking neighbors are the best rapper and the best R&B singer. He's not and the best the, dentist. He's, not the, he's, he's not, not the best dentist at his job. He doesn't get all up in your teeth and clean them out super thoroughly or whatever. He just takes care of your teeth right, right. like an average fucking dentist. Right, right. And it's one of those things where it's like, well, that, wait, is, that, wait. that is why when I, that's like when, whenever Doug is out and I so casually toss out something like white privilege or something. Like right, that is right. essentially what white privilege is. You yeah, know what absolutely. I mean? To be absolutely. just a dentist yeah. and build a life that fucking uh, Jigga Man, you know, Marcy Projects had to go out 
and become a fucking you know. I like Marcy Playground. That's a great band right there, by the way. I don't know if you're into them. They're, yeah, they're I, right. am, I am a big fan of Marcy Playground. <laughs> oh my god, I actually. I'll uh, have to. You gotta hurry that up because I want to take a hit as well. Uh, we'll take this one. I just took one. Oh, did you? Yeah, I didn't see it. I uh. Oh, I don't need the lighter. Oh, I, lighter. I, like, yeah, good. I don't want you to lose the lighter. No, I, I, I'm a big fan of uh, coming up from behind, Marcy Playground. It's a good song. Yeah, actually, their follow-up album, uh, Shapeshifter, uh, I'll have to get it for you or something. It's know. seriously fucking beginning to end, one of the greatest albums I've ever heard. No lie. No That's, lie. You know what? I was always skeptical fucking about coming incredible. up from behind. I mean, from Marcy's Playground after Sex and Candy, obviously, because you're like, all right, just fucking, these fucking guys. Right. I. I, I'm sorry, I lost I just look up and I see you with that and I just have no point anymore. Uh, especially with the crazy eyes. <laughs> yes! Yes! <laughs> yes! I had a stroke! <laughs> no! Mossy's Playground! I love that! Oh. Oh. That album Shapeshifter was divine! Yes. Sex and Candy! Underrated pop gym! It also is so, because uh, you're holding it so just, uh, uh, just you know, yeah, uh, refined as well. Just perched in yeah. the tip of your fingertips. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I got to see them at the Viper Room uh, shortly after I moved into my last apartment. And uh, it, it was, it was uh, thrilling. And then I went outside to talk to uh, lead singer John Wozniak. And... Uh, and I was just telling him, I said, look, you know, I, you guys did a great show. And I was like, I just, I just want to tell you that Shapeshifter got me through a lot of rough times. It was a, such a fucking amazing album. And, and you know, sort of, you know, kudos, buddy. And he's like, what are you doing now? I was like, uh, I, I'm going to go home. He's like, oh, because we're going to go have a drink right there if you want to come with us. I was like, yes, I do. So I got to get drunk with Marcy Playground. That's pretty dope. That was fucking, that was the best night of my life. Dope. I was so drunk, I probably made an ass of myself. Nah. I guarantee I did. That's what no, I did. No, you probably did. You, know, you, you cut me off. I was Sorry, say, no, I was oh. going to say, no, nah, you did. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> <laughs> what now? Uh, excuse me. You know what I like to is that it's, 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 half, it's half the dude from the notebook with the mustache, and it's half Bill Cosby in a, in a heyday of Jello pudding pops with your eyes. The jazz is a lot like the jello pudding. No, it's actually like the Kodak film. I'm not very good at smoking out of that, but I'll figure it out. We'll get there. We'll get there. Cool. We got time. We got practice. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I, I don't get high very often, so that's probably enough for me to just be blotto for the rest of the night. What did I say? I'm trying to say I don't get high that often, so I'm yeah, lightweight. Yeah, by process of elimination. I'm a lightweight. So what you trying to call me? I was me? trying to pay you well, a, a compliment, fucking, sir. I'm a, fucking, I'm a fucking regular. I could outdrink uh, you, but you could outsmoke you me. You can't outdrink me. Oh, man. Mitch, I live in substance abuse. One substance abuse court. That's, that's my saying. address. <laughs> that's... The house on the right. <laughs> it's it's, it's cold a cul-de-sac. <laughs> cul-de-sac. <laughs> ah, jinxing. Ah, You've been nice. doing this for too long. Yeah, yeah. When we get to the point that we both are hitting on cul-de-sac, uh, <laughs> fucking throwaway jokes. I feel like I feel like anybody listening was thinking in their heads they're gonna go cul-de-sac. Well, you know what? Then we've built a very special thing here. I think so. I think so. Yeah, and absolutely. you're welcome. You're welcome for this intimate invitation. Uh, by the way, people listening, uh, this is uh, uh, do I do want to bring up one thing? If you could do us a giant favor, Real I big would be solid. I would be 
ever, ever appreciative. Ever um, so grateful. On Reddit, they have a thing called Radio Reddit, and they're just now starting a thing called Talk Radio Reddit, where they would syndicate podcasts like ours. Um, I had submitted it to the site, but uh, I forgot to put application to the title. So we got voted up pretty highly, but then I was like, oh, I was supposed to put application to tell them, yes, I would like to be on Talk Radio Reddit. Uh, oops. So then I reposted his application, uh, and and uh, no. And uh, I've just gotten, I think, like one vote. Uh, so uh, I don't think they'll see the application, which is unfortunate. But they did seem to like uh, what what they heard so far. So can we merge so those if two you together could, somehow? No, no. You just go to the application one. That's okay. fine. Uh, right. So basically, if you go to reddit.com, that's R-E-D-D-I-T dot com slash R slash talk radio Reddit, T-A-L-K-R-A-D-I-O. R-E-D-D-I-T. Please have a You will pass. see right there on the front page, not far from the top, probably third or fourth one down, straight riffing podcast. The one that says application of the title, the one with the fewer votes, because they're not they're like one post apart. So right. the one that says application, if you could upvote that, uh, we would be just ever so grateful. Ever so grateful. We would just be thrilled. Three, please, please, sir, I want some more. Please, sir. I want some more. And some more uh, the show is only going to get better. Uh, we we we've got some. Look at uh, us making cul-de-sac jokes at the same time. I mean, like how on long cue. have we been doing this? So I mean, damn, the fucking I mean, ceiling doesn't even exist. You know as I mean? as Martin would say, but damn. <laughs> 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 that was terrible. I don't know why. I even no, that's that. brilliant. Uh, that's brilliant. I, you have no idea how happy it makes my heart that you just made a Martin reference right now. But damn, Gina. <laughs> I just. <laughs> I gotta was, flop the ears out. But damn. It's I've had so many real. conversations about Martin recently as well. Have with, you? Uh, with uh, Justin Ruppel and uh, his, uh, his friend, oh, uh, his yeah, friend yeah. Eric, who was, uh, who's been here to hang out in the shadows as well, about how he didn't watch Martin. He wasn't a fan of Martin. And he was like, you know, I watched Home Improvement. I was like, how the fuck are you going to watch Home Improvement and not watch? They're the same thing, essentially. There's a showcase for two very talented performers. I'm not the biggest fan of Martin's stand-up, but as a comedic actor, sure. a man can murder it. But damn. And but that's damn, what, that's what Martin was. Uh, Bro, yeah. man, man from the fifth floor. Bro, man, from the fifth floor, that's a great character. Great character. I, I, I don't really watch TV. So, I mean, I, I do, but I don't really my, watch my sitcoms. He watched, I watched a few of them. Let me, let me see what you think about this. I though. think I probably watched more Martin than Home Improvement. That's but good. combined, I think that's probably but here, four hours of my me, life. Let me ask you about this disparity. Let's say you don't watch Martin, right? You watch okch. Home Improvement. And you were like, oh, I watch Steve Harvey. That's weird, right? If you were going to have to choose between Steve Harvey and Martin. That's probably true, yeah. You're going to go with Martin. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, you're, sure. talking, you're talking to a Keenan and Kel diehard, okay? And Nickelodeon. I would, I would choose. I, I, I know the words to, I put the screw in the tuna. My favorite Keenan and Kel episode. You don't know. You don't know nothing about that, Mitch. I was too old. Nickelodeon had, had gone past. Too old, Mitch, or too racist? You know, it might be too racist. <laughs> it might be, actually, now that you, now <laughs> that you mentioned it. Now that I have another option to go with, I think I, I think it I'm might, might be the racist. I um, might just, yeah, it might be my hateful. It's uh, hateful it's one of those situations though where I'd be like, you can't, you can't go Steve Steve Harvey over Martin. That's that's fool's talk. Right. I put your clown shoes on, basically. That's what that is. Yeah, yeah. You can't. Uh, I feel like if you're gonna put up with Tim Allen, you know he's good, but Home Improvement was eh. It's all right. You know what I mean? It's, it's good. all right. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah. It's all right. It's very, it's very rote. And then later, you're like, no, Steve Harvey. And to miss Martin in between, that does seem that's suspicious. There's some damn good stuff that happened on that Martin sitcom. But damn, Gina. But damn, Gina. 
Yeah. Baby, no. And Gina was attractive. Gina was real attractive. I was down with Gina. I was down with Gina. I've done some things with Gina. Yeah. And, and she would not and, talk to me, of course, but no, uh, that's yeah. fine. Well, that's, yeah, it would have been. It would, I, I might have got you in, though. I might have got you in. You think so? I could have, I, you know, I'm, I'm told you I'm trying to work in on the newsletter, bitch. I'm trying to work I, you in. I appreciate it. I'm trying to work you in. But every week I fall no, behind. No, but what we were talking the other bit. night, what was it that what was it that you mentioned? The other, we were at uh, Federal Bar. We were talking about something. I was like, see, why didn't you bring that shit up? It was a story about the dude that you were talking about, the story of someone. And I was like, why didn't you bring that shit up there? And I would have got you in the newsletter faster. You were telling me a story about some criminal or something. Some like uh, someone. We'll have to come up with it later. Oh man, but, uh, it's killing me. But I was like, that's that's. The I'm kind also of stuff. high, so my memory's not so good. That should happen real quick. Um, uh, well, I'm feeling it coming on, so I have a feeling my memory's gonna just go shot. So we'll have to, <laughs> like, if we move away from a subject, I'll be like, fuck, where did we go? <laughs> what are we? Well, there was right something now? before this that happened. It's basically, it was like I'm words. doing. The podcast with fucking uh, Guy Pierce from Memento. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's very, very similar to that. Uh, uh, I was gonna say about one last thing about Martin though is the way he hated on Pam was something as a child that I was like, that's that is just a hater clinic. You know what I mean? Gina's best friend Pam, the the hush puppy, like those kind of things. Right, right. That that very you know those kind of things. Just just a clinic of hate. Just a clinic of clever hate. Not to be confused with uh, on Sanford and Son. What was it? The the woman next door. Oh, you dummy! You know? Oh, you, yeah. And yeah. she would she would call him a dummy, and then he would yell at his son. Yeah, I mean, they Red were Fox, always we were going Fox, back though, and forth. With Red that. Fox yeah. is the first ballot hater in the Hall of Fame. I mean, you know, if you're doing it right, it's called fucking. There's <laughs> my Red Fox for you. You like that? That's brilliant, actually. I think I'm 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 I don't know if I'm more impressed by how good it was or the fact that you had a Red Fox to pull out. Put it on the board. I do actually have an idea. Is uh, I do think that what we need to do is get an actual whiteboard, and then you'll have to actually put things on the board. Not tally marks that. necessarily. Oh, I would love maybe to. like words. Listen, I would love like keywords throughout the episode. Yeah. At the end, what Please. we do is we take a photo of all three, uh, you, me, and the guest holding the board. This is brilliant. Here it comes better. Uh, you ever heard of postagram? <laughs> toot, toot. Oh wait, wait, post. Yeah, yeah. Postagram, the ninety-nine yeah. cent postcard. Yeah, yeah. What we do is one lucky winner every week will take that picture, send it off to Postagram to the house. Oh shit! Bam! Yo, that shit's gonna be mad famous in like six months. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So we're gonna get an actual board. Oh, I that's meant great. To get one for I, today, I'm you have. I'm really excited that we have an actual board. I, I'm very excited to write things on to there. put things on the board. I mean, yeah. I mean, you see, you see how just reflexively yeah. I go to the board that has not ever existed. Sure. Can you imagine what I would do if I had a board? Yeah. Me, that's why I was like, like we need like, to put it on This is why we can't have nice things, but then you get the nice things, right. and you're like, but I'm going to show you why we can have them. Yeah. No, I think we can have nice things around here. Uh, we have a very nice pipe, you. for instance, and that's, you know, getting mad respect, so we can have nice things here. We've yeah, been all right. You cannot, when you put this thing up to your mouth, you cannot help but just get that fucking goofy smirk, <laughs> where like, you, you just feel your lips just stretch out as far as they can. Yeah. You're like, mm. And it doesn't even, it's not even the fact that you're high, which you are. I mean, that's sure. just, but it's just like. Yeah, <laughs> it's just so silly. It's I know. So silly. It's, 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 a, it's a wonderful idea. You should get a picture with such every a basic idea, though. It's like, how did, how did I not think of this? Did, but yeah, 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 such a genius idea. This is brilliant. <laughs> this is so brilliant. It's hard not to like giggle looking at you. And, and I'm you? not even doing the crazy. Idea. Oh yeah, I don't know if you. I'm not even doing Mitch's crazy. Yeah, there you go. Mitch goes. Mitch goes on some crazy <laughs> idea. That's what the hello kids. We had to talk to you today. <laughs> About the marijuana, it is delicious. I'll see if I can get a photo of you now, but uh, uh, probably be better when there's, you know, after the show. Is it too dark? Probably not. It's fucking lighter than shit in here. That's you know. what happens when you riff with the sun up. Yep. 
You get it? You get me? You get me? You get me? Suntime riffing, y'all. Suntime riffing. You guys understand. We did this shit for Paul Revere because he had a very long ride shooting off guns, clanging bells to let those British know that they couldn't take our freedom away and they couldn't take our guns away. Oh, man. Segway for days. I was just about <laughs> to get into that. So I appreciate it. I appreciate it. That's how That's we how do, you Mitch. fucking segue. That's how you rip. I was thinking like, well, how you rip, baby. We were going to do a special sort of state of the union uh sort of thing. Uh that's really all that was the extent of the idea. I was like, "Teddy, why would you like a state of the union?" You were like, "That's good." All right. All right. I'll see you. Uh, I'll, see we, you. Yeah, I'll see you. We have not gotten to that. So I kind of want to uh I feel like you're more pro-America in a classic sense than I am. Well, what, uh, what? Elaborate by what you mean on that, because I think you're right. And uh, well, I, I mean, like you, you would, you. you would pump your fist in the air and say USA, USA. Oh, you. I'm trying to retake the USA chant from assholes. Yeah, that's right. what I've been doing for years. See, I'm lukewarm on this country. Right. Hey, uh, no, you, you understand? I now, am. Now, uh, I, if we're talking about what this country is, there was as a, a real thing. There was a project right back in you. like 2002, the idea of it, 2003. The idea of it. What was it called? It was a it was a thing back in like two thousand two two thousand three where they were like, uh, if you don't like the country, just leave. Love it or leave it, bro. Yeah, you can I think get that the was fuck it. out. It's love it or leave yeah, it. Yeah, I was in I'm the finalist. I was in the yeah. finalist of that uh, top five uh, uh, for people like to get cho- chosen to to go to Canada. Oh, that's good. And I was like, yeah, yeah, sign me up. And and I was in the top five. And then I think they they were like, no, we were just fucking with you. See, and I wouldn't then, leave. And they. They, thought they didn't that. do it. I thought I, you know, I, I honestly, I think get, about I, that I honestly daily. have given serious consideration over the years to just you know pack it up and going to Europe. Or I've been giving Australia serious consideration to eating your wife. <laughs> Sorry, Dan. Um, but well, I think, Hannibal I for think, the people. Home. I think this is the. I think this is what you're getting at. Is in, and what you. I think when you say pro USA, it doesn't. It makes it seem a little bit excessively patriotic and stuff. But I think what where I come from, you seem more patriotic than I would the otherwise. Thing, and the thing, and I think this is, the, and I think this is one of those differences be. that speaks to sort of. I think this goes back to a racial difference as well too, because. Okay. For me to even be able to be here right now and talk about the things that we talk about and to have the experiences that I had, you understand? This country, as ill as it is and as it has been and continues to be and will be, is such a beautiful experiment in this world that cannot ever be replicated anywhere else. You understand? There's no real other place where someone like Frederick Douglass could be an American icon as he is, really. Do you know what I mean? And so... For me to to be able to come in, and I think it's something like what we talked about with Doug, where it's like when Doug was like, oh, you know, like we talk about the Civil War, and you're saying like people are like racist and stuff or whatever. And it's like, I don't have the luxury as a black male American to disregard everyone in history who was a racist and being able to appreciate them as human beings and what they did and how they did it, because then I have no one. So you ought to throw that into your uh, terrible human being versus racist. That's... I think that's a salient point. Yeah. And uh, that's one of those things that I. Think I mean, is... you don't take out the invisible children, of right. course. I mean, I think it's one of those things. I, I, I do struggle a lot with. I think, especially recently now, is just like the, the, the kind of stuff that I talk about on stage. It's just like, how do you thread that very fine needle between hitting? <laughs> I had one person. I had one person tell me once. He's like, when you perform, I, I am like fifty-fifty between like wanting to laugh and just yelling out, "That is right." <laughs> <laughs> so I don't. I feel like you're doing something right, at least yeah, when yeah. that's happening or whatever. But I think to to the idea of. I think to the idea of being more pro-America, I think it's just kind of understanding what a bunch of really fucking assholes did, you know, when like, that's why Sherman, you know, William Tecumseh Sherman, who was a hateful, hateful man, a racist, hated the Native Americans and the blacks, okay? But that's the reason that I could feel like I am 
picking up the legacy that he created and could not follow through on in terms of understanding the Confederacy mentality and trying to abolish it and make it not just a fringe, but just an impotent historical footnote. That was what he was doing. And I get that. And the fact that the country that I exist in, I can be someone who can build a coalition to put that together in spite of all the terribleness that happens perpetually. Right. That I then still have these opportunities and that there is still a multitude of people that I could put together to agree with me and get some power to do some real shit. That's the thing. It's a small pendulum swing away if you get the youth vote out by 2% in a midterm in 2010. We don't have any of these things right now. Do you understand? Nancy right, Pelosi is right. still the Speaker of the House. It's so, And I think that's, for me, what makes it so why I am so hateful. Because it's, it, it seems so fucking easy. Do you know what I mean? Right. And the fucking answers have been staring people in the face. Well, see, I go, I go kind of the other way. Because part of the, I think the reason where I, I, where I go, I, maybe I should just fucking leave, is... I don't like to just go, ah, fuck it, and, like, move on. I usually will fight something for, for quite some time, uh, almost to a useless degree, to some degree. Just swinging your arms, uh, will just, win ah! yeah. yeah. Um, But it's the kind of thing where, now I lost my train of thought. Uh, Talking about you going the other way. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, so the other side of it is that I think, well, okay, you got your... Um, Special interest groups, your religious groups, you got uh, various corporate powers. You have we're it's weird because we're sort of moving in two very bad directions at once. We're moving on, you know, the Republican side is like uh, less government, but they really just mean like so that we can rape no, the country. It means you know what I'm saying. Uh, and then the other side, the liberal government. side, they're like, hey, let's lock everything down and make everything have rubber feet. And uh, I disagree with that. And uh, uh, castrate Vegas and uh, this this sort of uh, you know that again sort of nanny state thing where it's like there's there's more censorship or there's more um, I think see various safety laws like like for instance not like I can't walk out to Hollywood Boulevard and light up a cigarette within I think fifty feet of a restaurant. Sure. That's fucking ridiculous. But see, I think. Meanwhile, I think, all those I cars think the just sit there. The mistake that happens is this this false dichotomy between uh, conservative and liberal, and whatnot. And I think it's a bullshit dichotomy because you know the term black. Uh, you know, you have, you've got like black swan, like a problem. It's very difficult, and you like. There was yeah. a lesbian scene in that movie. Yeah, it was very good. Uh, but I think it's. I think the. I uh, like the master. I think the, scene the better. flip side of that, which describes America. I gotta say, man, when I'm. Three fingers deep, <laughs> and then I look over, and Mom's been like sleeping in a chair. I I get real uncomfortable. A little bit. So I just yeah, I just I'm also femme jack in her face. Anyway, go three, ahead. three fingers deep. That's impressive, Mitch. Um, but Again, it's, man, it's, my people. <laughs> it's uh, it's wait the, till the day that I bring a date to a comedy show. Sweet, and you're gonna be like, ah, you fucking. Broken. I'm just gonna look at her, just smiling, like you got no fucking idea. Yeah, you're like uh, you are a broken person, aren't you? Are, what happened to you as a you child? Shouldn't be here unless yeah. something terrible happened. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but sorry. so it's. I think a lot of the problems that happen in this country are. It's kind of what you would call a white swan, which is you've got these intractable problems. They've been there for generations upon generations, but unlike you know other situations, the answers are very plain. They are very much so in front of your face. You just don't have the leadership in place in power with the, uh, you know, fortitude to get things done right, because right. they have a citizenry that has checked out essentially. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And so 
That'd be me. I think that is the difference. Where like when you say things like nanny state things, I say things like sounds like a bunch of people didn't vote the right council people in, and they can go fuck themselves if they complain. And that's why when you say that I'm more pro USA, I'm not actually because I hate this fucking country because I exist in a citizenry that does not give a fuck about anything that happens in this country and that has allowed it to become worse and worse and worse and still worse and worse. Even while some people like myself with my kind of disposition try to get them to realize the magnitude and the stakes and to get them to understand when you don't pay attention and you don't engage in basic civic duties, then Republicans take over the House of Representatives and the third bill that they pass is called the No Taxpayer Funding for Abortion Act in which they overturn agreed upon laws from the 80s signed by fucking Ronald Reagan where hospital providers can't just not give you an abortion and leave you to die. That, that's the thing. They are trying. They overturned it. It didn't pass because they're still fucking sane people yeah, in the other branches. Yeah. But they basically overturned the law, the MTALA law, which states that if you don't, as a hospital worker, you know, want to give someone an abortion, you don't then have an obligation to transfer her to another place. You just leave her to die. That's where we're at. You know what I mean? Right, right. And so when people complain about things... And you present that to them, and then they get uncomfortable, and then they don't want to hear it. Then you get more hateful and angry towards them because you are the fucking problem that you're complaining about. And I hate you because you will never accept that. I hope you're not hating on me for this. A little bit, yeah. All right. You just said you were one, so of course I am. In a sense, yeah. I mean, so yes, I am. I do vote. Right. Uh, the problem that voting I is, but here's the thing voting, and this is the difference between liberals and conservatives. Conservatives view voting as not a right. But a privilege. If you go back and you if you look up quotes from you know, Governor Scott Walker in Wisconsin and you look up all the major conservatives that are fucking existing, like Rick Scott in Florida, all the states like Ohio passing these crazy voter suppression laws or whatever, where they are just disproportionately taking out minorities and the elderly and college students. When they talk about voting, what they compare it to is saying, like, you can't go buy cough medicine at the store without an ID. But understand, you don't have a right to buy cough medicine. Sure. Voting is a right fact. Period. And sure. that's the difference in the mentality between what you're going up against on one side versus the other. And that's what people don't understand. These assholes do not think you have the right to vote. It's well, no we different. We've talked about this before. It's like, it's, they I'm, don't. I'm with you that, that I would like a more informed public. But uh, where it's sort of rapidly descending and where I get sort of uh, where I go, uh, I don't know if you can fix it. Well, I think we we could, but um, it's an interesting experiment that's that's had a few um, issues lately in the lab. Uh, when you get to a point where it's like, uh, basically, like there's again special interest groups, there's various uh, you know screaming and yelling all over the TV. It's like the loudest uh, wheel gets the grease kind of thing. What happens is, as as a general public, you go, all right, now this this. What seemed like an easy vote has gotten complex because on of purpose. all this stupid shit. On purpose, because yeah, one absolutely. party does it on purpose. And I'm not, I'm not defending that party or saying, you know, whatever. What I'm saying but is, it is an explicit because tactic. of that, of course, because of that, you, what happens is everything becomes minutia. And I've said this before. I firmly believe that overall, if we got down to brass tacks, we're all kind of on the same fucking no, side. You're it's a 27%. It's just the problem is that, like, if we take, if we go moderate with everything, if we don't go to these stupid extreme, well, what about this? What about that? We all can agree that for every child born, we would like some parents that can watch after right. that child and raise them properly. We can all agree on that. 
What we can't seem to agree on is what to do when that's not the fucking case. Well, this is actually, that's not true because there's been a lot of polling that's come out. And I'm not really the biggest biggest fan of polling because the questioning and the methodology yeah, is always very sure, suspect. And sure. so when you, when, especially if they don't release, you know, it's the usually an interesting data point. Right. That it's but not, it's, don't it's, hang but, your hat but on the it. Thing yeah. that, the thing about it is that it is one of those things where if the questioning is legit and enough of it kind of happens, it's like uh, this uh, conservative uh, you know, uh, political writer, Bruce Bartlett. Uh, he was an advisor to the uh, George H. W. Bush White House to right. uh, the you know Reagan White House. He has uh, been one of the few prominent Republicans to be like, "Hey, assholes, you cannot push this tax cut nonsense." You understand? It's fucking. It's not. It's fantasy land. But he went through the 19 polls that were done, major polls that were done this year since since you know beginning of this year about yeah. taxes and raising taxes and such. And in all of them, there is a clear majority for raising taxes. On the top one percent, like it's not a fucking. There's no disparity. Do you understand? Yeah, yeah absolutely. And it's one of those yeah. things where he he reiterates this to be like, at some point, this citizenry needs to understand that a consensus exists. It's just that they aren't engaged enough, and they are letting assholes dictate it. And this asshole is they're twenty seven percent of the population. Have you ever heard of the twenty seven percent theory? In which, if you look up all these crazy people, like the kind of people who voted for Alan Keyes against Obama or whatever, or when Bush was at his very peak. You know, it was a 27% approval. It's that same 27% that pops up all the time, the same 27% of the population that is fucking insane and dictates how the discourse happens and dictates all of the framing and dictates the things that can be allowed as, you know, approved and not approved sure, in public sure. things. And so it's one of those things where it's like, to get back to abortion specifically, there's been a lot of polling recently when people go like, outside of like this shit, do you feel that there's too much focus on just the whole when does a life begin thing? And do you think there needs to be more focus on women's reproductive health issues and lowering the pregnancy rate and things like that and improving, you know, uh, infant mortality rates and things like that or whatever? And, and it's like 75%. Like, yeah, of course. Of course yeah. we do. Yeah. Because you finally put it in terms of them to be like, hey, we should move beyond this, right? Yes. Well, it's, what should we talk again, about? These we all, things, we yes. come, we and you all, talk about the who, what, when, we and all, all that want stuff. everyone in the, in the, in the, every child in the country to be fed. We all want everyone to have a job. We do not all want them. I will not give you that. 27% of us do not. <laughs> no, I won't give it no, to no, you. No, no, no. I'm saying in most of us, in absence, most of us, what I mean is in absence of the things that have been talked about to make that goal possible. In the abstract? No, I'm saying like. You take out the roadblocks. Take out that. Well, to do that, we'd have to blank. We'd have to do this, whatever that. Suppose that was magically solved. Okay. I think that we all. I'm going to go down to about three percent. Let's say, all but three percent. No, twenty-seven. Hear me out. I think that we could all agree that if, if again, if it was magically solved and it didn't affect your life negatively one way or another. Let's say. Uh, insofar as like, you wouldn't have to pay more taxes, you wouldn't lose your job, et cetera, et cetera. If it was, do you want what we have right now, this crazy income disparity, uh, uh, homeless people, all, all the various problems insofar as, uh, as being poor or even being underprivileged in some way, what we have now versus uh, at least everyone's got a place to live and or a job, blah, 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 blah. Um, and there's not so much crime, so on and so forth. I feel like between those two options, again, in the absence of the actual solution to it, all right, fine. Even you know why? You know why I can disagree? Take out the 70, because, 27%. Because, then. because 
that 27% continuously votes against those things. You understand? Right, right. In the but real world. I think, but I, think, I, can't, I can't give it but to you I because we that, present it to them. We literally have presented it to them. Understand that that 27% is the reason that the fucking House of Representatives is on the verge of collapsing the economy on purpose because they don't want the nigger in the White House to have a chance to win in 2012. Sure. So no, I can't give these things to you. I right, can't right. give these things to you. Ronald Reagan fucking sat down and said, do you understand how awesome it would be to cause a fucking collapse with the debt limit to fucking vote it up, assholes. And it was never an idea. It was never fucking... Ronald Reagan would not be a Republican today. Do you understand right, how crazy yeah, that has yeah. become? So no, I can't give you 3% because right, 27%... Let's even go to 27. In let's the let's 73% is most. Yeah. All right. That's a lot of people. Way, way over most. A lot of lazy uh, assholes. A lot of lazy assholes. What I'm saying is they all, when I mean we... Let's just say the 73% okay. by we. All right. Uh, we all want the same things. Yes. In essence, the problem that we have right now is getting caught up in the minutia and getting caught up in the abstract and getting caught up in it's a slippery yes. slope. That, that right. And you're like, the slope never gets that much grease. Like, yeah. it's not no, that and fucking you're, slippery. Yeah, and, yeah. and so you're what exactly I'm saying right. is um, that's where I have the hope is, is like, I, I think that we're all on the same side. The problem is that we need to somehow change the terms of the debate. Absolutely. That's Take I'm, out the I, crazy fucking factor and say, look, we're trying to have a fucking normal discourse on this fucking nation. subject. We need to talk about this particular aspect of it, whatever have you. And instead you get somebody going, blah, 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 guess what? President was born in not America, you know, and, and, I think, and you I get think, people just screaming and yelling about like the dumbest shit and, and squabbling. Oh, let's, let's bring up that evolution thing again. Well, it's like, Oh my God, let's here's move the, the elephant in the room. On. Here's the elephant in the room is the traditional media in this country, which does not give a fuck about mainstream issues. There's a reason that they don't deserve to be called mainstream. No, no, no. I think, no, what it comes down to is they're 24-hour news networks. They need to fucking... No, I, I won't even... Hear me it, out. Okay. I think that being 24-hour news network, you always need some fucking stupid thing to talk about. So when a big issue comes down the pipeline, they're like, dude, we could break apart every last inch of this and, and just dissect the minutia and have talking heads for five days straight. 24-7, we'd be fucking fine. That that will cover our schedule through this week. So what should be, a, a let's say, a basic issue is now been broken apart to so much that the people who tried to stay informed are now like, I have to give up my no, day to be here's disinformed. the problem with what, you're, with what they are informing them about is not minutia. That's the problem with the traditional media. They don't inform you about minutia. When you take something like the Affordable Care Act, right. and you talk about the entire health care reform And battle, people start screaming about fucking death penalty. Now, and that's, that's what I'm saying. And understand that that's not minutia. That's horse race bullshit. They didn't talk about Medicare provider rates. They didn't talk about the fact that cost controls are outrageous in this country, and we pay more for health care than all of these other industrialized nations combined. Yes, that yes. is that is minutia. But Individually that was, and that as a government. That is not what was discussed. It's horse race bullshit because the traditional media doesn't give a fuck about mainstream issues because they aren't connected to them anymore. It used to be that if you were but, a journalist... But then because of that horse race, you have a fucking circus. When you got a fucking circus, you can make now, people tune into your 24-hour exactly. fucking news. But the thing is, who dictates the terms of that circus? The 27% non-censors. They're fucking crazy people. And that's who they facilitate to because for 50 years... I, I really think that it's simpler than that. I think it no, honestly comes down years, to we need to fill fucking airtime. No, so let's, it's, it's actually... Let's bring up some debate that isn't there no, and pretend that's the debate we're I, having. I, I mean, this is what I studied. 
I mean, these are the things that I study. Roger Ailes had a they, there's, there's a report that just came out from Nixon's papers. Roger Ailes back in the mid 70s and the Nixon administration, when he was an advisor to him, had a fucking memo that was called how to get the GOP perspective on television. Yeah, it yeah, is yeah. That. It I, is that. That. I so, put it yeah. on your page. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah, put yeah. that. One. So yeah. that's what I'm saying. So like it's it's not one of those things where. You have to understand the traditional media is so broken in this horse race nonsense is that someone like Roger Ailes very methodically works his way into the system, puts something like Fox News into existence, mm -hmm. all of a sudden puts these bullshit issues into the drinking water, and now the rest of the traditional media in a fucking race to get the ratings and things like you are talking about. That's where your element comes in. But what, what they're chasing, what they're chasing isn't ratings they are actually chasing this real fucking nonsensical gop absolutely, position absolutely. because they're bringing them in it's the guise of ratings under the guise of ratings absolutely. but what's happening what i'm saying is, is that the if you keep the cup, if you keep the public distracted by loud fucking noises and and shit like that uh you you know whiz bang and crazy again the circus if you keep people distracted by that then they won't notice what's actually going on that's why and I so hate it's people. like they're they're going over the top with with ridiculous ideas because now you're like, oh, this fucking person. All right, I'll, I'll deal with this now. I'm with you. No, but but what I'm saying is, so but the biggest concern we have really is how do we as a country shut that fucking you noise have to out? Go, you don't. You have to go around it. And I think that's one of the things that has made the Obama White House very... Uh, no, because they, 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 they blocked when Fox they, News. Well, no, yeah, that, yeah. Not that they, I mean, not that they blocked Fox News, but that they have called Fox News out as a blatant propaganda outlet. Yeah. And more importantly than that, when they ran the campaign, they did not go through the traditional media. He does all kinds of YouTube town hall things and stuff. Sure, sure. And that's because you don't need them anymore. Yeah. You don't need them to get the message out. And that's what people need to do more often. We didn't need if anybody seeking, to get this message out. If you're seeking actual news, if you want to know what the Affordable Care Act is being passed for, and you want to know how out of control Medicare rates are, and you want to understand that Social Security is not on the verge of bankruptcy, and it is not bankrupt, and that it is fully solvent 100% for another 37 years, and all you need to do to make it more solvent for another 37 years is a slight adjustment to a payroll tax here and a payroll tax there, you read a blog now. Or you, right, go right. To, you go to McClatchy well, this on the is, website. This is the thing. I've okay? said but you for don't, a long you don't time. go to the traditional media anymore because they invite people like Andrew Breitbart. I get you. Oh, yeah, I know. And that's, and that's, but see, is it a mistake that someone like Anderson Cooper spends one night on CNN shitting on Breitbart and then the producers bring him back on a different show? There's no mistakes there, Mitch. They're right. in the fucking horse race nonsense. Right. They don't give a fuck about actual information. It's called infotainment. There's no news there. It's right. infotainment. My, what I'm saying is that this is, this is the both plus and minus of everybody could do anything now, basically, with the internet and electric. Like anybody could record an album in their fucking apartment. Right. We're doing a podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like we're we're effectively broadcasting to infinite number of people right. or literally Forever everyone on earth. Ad infinitum. Yeah. And it's very easy for anybody to get access to right. it. And that's why click. I hate people because it's so, so easy. So what I'm saying is that that because of that, because anyone can do let's say let's say writing a blog, anyone could make a blog, that's both a plus and minus, because anyone can make a blog. And then you as a citizen, a working, this is where I get into the working man thing. It's like, I think the average working person doesn't necessarily have time to fucking worry about which, all. Well, let me give you an example. Which is my, why the fourth estate my is sister. such a failure. Because it used to be that Cronkite and company, I mean, you know, the golden age, if you will, you had people who were working class Americans as journalists. And that doesn't exist anymore. 
and doesn't exist anymore in the village right, of DC. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. They're disconnected from it, and Absolutely. all they know is horse race bullshit. But I'll give you for instance, my sister, she's got now three kids, uh, and she lives in a nice house in Phoenix, does very well for herself, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, this is not a welfare story for people at home. Um, but it's, for instance, uh, I went to, when I went to go visit her, I was telling her about, uh, when I, around Christmas, I was telling her about, you know, they were, this is just before the complete reversal uh, from a high level of that scientific paper that was supposedly linking autism and vaccines. Oh, it's been, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. and there's been another report since then yeah, that yeah. came out shitting on it as well, too. So, like, so but they, they specifically came out and said, pretend you never read that. Like they had to say, like we're sorry this was ever published in a scientific yeah. publication. Yeah, it was it, the science was so dishonest. Yes, and it was a fucking. The point is that that when I went to my sister for Christmas, it's not that she doesn't vaccinate her kids. I mean, she does, and she's not paranoid and everything else like that. But I was kind of casually bringing up, like, oh, it's hilarious that you know I wonder what Jenna McCarthy's going to do, blah, blah blah. And uh, she said, she said, but I thought that they proved that. Now. She doesn't have the time to sit down and right. fucking get on the internet sure. and check out that, that that vaccines don't cause autism. It didn't change her life. She obviously still vaccinates her kids, but yep. she thought that what had come out was this fact. Mm -hmm. What I'm saying is uh, that's the biggest problem we have right now. And it's, again, for better or worse, the reason why we have that problem is because we're too busy doing cool shit. No, I won't give you not that. Not necessarily cool I will shit, say, but I we're doing shit. The, the, we're not... We, 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 you know, we try to get cat. We sit around and watch the TV. Biggest, we, you know, the uh, traditional work, media have you. has failed entirely at its job. That is what the fourth estate was created for. Mitch is to prevent people from having this ambiguity about assholes intentionally muddying the waters. Right. That is what they exist for. And if they have not existed for that for decades now, if they don't exist to inform people, if they don't exist to call a spade a spade, if they exist rather to do the CNN thing where they bring on one talking head and they bring on another talking head and they never point out that one of those talking heads is an outright liar who has lied for years and is continuing to lie and they just instead say, we'll leave it there, then understand that the failure starts and ends with them specifically because that is their fucking job. That Absolutely. is literally the only job they have. So it doesn't matter. Like the citizenry, yes, you you have an obligation to go out and inform yourself but at some point you realize that not everyone has we're that on obligation. the same page on this yeah and just, bo we're both yeah. saying that the, the media manipulates the actual issue and that yeah. uh, the average person either can't keep up or has been lied to no to and such i think the average person they are i like, think the difference oh, well, that, that makes i will sense say is whatever. that the average person in some cases won't keep up because there's absolutely no excuse in which uh, the vast majority of the country can only name one supreme court justice you understand? At some point, it becomes a failure of citizens to become actual citizens. So I can't. I, I everyone is culpable in this in this dynamic. Sure. I can't give anyone more. And I think in some cases, as, I mean, a, I, I have as, an as idea a citizen, for sort of. as a citizen in a representative democracy, you almost have more culpability, especially when you live in the information age, because it's so fucking easy yeah, now. Sure. When you're watching Absolutely. Dexter on Netflix on the bus ride instead of reading up about the debt ceiling, then go fuck yourself. Just take a day. Take a day and read a couple blogs. 
for five minutes. Again, and if you don't the, do that, other, you are culpable. And it, I can't give okay, the media all I'm the average citizen. I want to know about this issue. I Google it. The first 10 results are fucking mainstream media. CNN, ABC, whatever happens. No, if CBS. you're an average citizen, you don't fucking Google it. Period. I'm, no, I'm, I'm saying you if, don't do if, it. if they did. That was, but they I'm, don't. I'm, and that's why we're here talking about I'm it. I'm trying to present a I hypothetical situation. And it's not a real one. Wherein a, an average citizen right now listens to this podcast and goes, you know what? I don't do that enough. I'm going to go. I'm going to go ahead. It's fine. I'm talking about that exceptional citizen. <laughs> You're arguing the wrong thing right now. What I'm saying is, if they Say were to pull up their Googles and type in a given <laughs> a given issue, uh, the the first page or so of results is going to be your mainstream media and or their their controlled blogs that they have. Uh, how does the average citizen? And this is my argument from the get go. How does the average citizen? know what's a trustworthy source or not and do they just base it on well i agree with this or this makes sense because there's also that cognitive bias where they'll automatically think something makes more sense because they agree with it so my suggestion and i'll talk to you i mean i actually have come up with this in my head for for like a website necessarily but my suggestion is if there was a place that you could go that would show both sides and they can be as biased and fucked up and wrong as they want to be but you saw them, and let's say a community or something like that. It was decreed. This is this argument's or this side's best argument for this. They are so confident this is the end all be all argument for their case, and then the other side, this is the end all be all argument for this case. Two very passionate, well thought out, well written views from both sides of the argument. If there was a way to say show that to any concerned citizen. Uh, there is before any vote. No, that it's, called, yeah, it's called an election. It's called an election. And the Republicans' best argument in 2010 was that uh, they fucking wanted to get in there, and they scared a bunch of old people, and old people believed them. Mm-hmm. And before that, now as we gear up for the next one, their best argument is that the president of the United States made the economy worse. So your point actually is happening right now. Understand that Mitt Romney's whole fucking thing. Like no, I, I'm literally I mean, so it's happening. That's not... I don't think we, we don't need a website, though, because it happens every day. Grand, but no, it happens every day, though. No, because... If you live in this if you, world if you and Mitt Romney if you can don't convince know you that the, the economy argument, is worse... You don't know the argument on both sides. You just see what's on TV. You don't need both sides to know that Mitt Romney's a fucking liar that the president made the economy worse. I agree with you there. So that's why I don't... I don't. The fucking website is... It's a great idea. But at some point, it happens every day when you fucking turn on any news channel and you see Eric no, Cantor lying to your fucking is face. Manipulation because but you the don't manip- know but what if you the watch actual him say, argument if is. You say if you watch Eric Cantor talk on CNN and he talks about how tax cuts from the Bush administration just made all kinds of wealth, okay, all kinds of wealth, and you and you look at the last decade, yeah, and then you didn't go out and vote Republican. You 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 failed. You have failed because a true discerning human being would be like, this this does not add up with the things that I see every day around me. This does not add up. Why is this guy lying to my yeah, face? Yeah, if you just showed them the chart of income disparity over the last fucking if you watch a man years, to tell uh, you to your face, absolutely insane. If you watch someone like Mitch McConnell talk about the economy for two minutes, the Senate Minority Leader. The fucking Republican from Kentucky, if you watch him talk for two minutes and do not walk away thinking that he is full of shit, then there's no hope for us anymore. There's none. It doesn't even mean anything about websites because you should know or be able to get a glint of the idea that this man 
is outright lying about everything because he and his side have been lying about everything forever. But so there's going, point, but there's people that are not in that 27% that don't see that because they don't know about that. And that's why we are where we are. Okay. But what I'm saying is that when you give, I, I think that if you empower people with easier access to certain things, then uh, they're more apt to be interested and or make informed decisions, et cetera, et cetera. The, uh, I mean, again, the internet's proved that time and time again I for think... all sorts of things. Where it's where it's like, uh, apparently, you know, I was reading an article the other day that was saying like, um, up until even just ten years ago, going to a dealership meant you know you walk in, you know, oh, I like that car. Some guy's screaming at you, hey, come get this deal and whatever have you. And and they said like today, some eighty percent of the customers will come in with like a fucking the printout from from a website on exactly what the deal is and all the various local areas uh exactly what features are worth how much money and they have a price tag and they're ready to haggle below that whereas like not even 10 years ago right. nobody fucking right. did that and so it's like that's a public that went oh i want to be more informed about this it's easy for me to do i will now granted that's a silly example because it's car right. buying no, but, but I, regardless it's a, good, it's a good example though so what i'm saying is in regards to this you're talking about, you're saying that, that effectively that is going on now. And what I'm arguing is that it's just so much fucking noise because of the circus that it's hard to get like, oh, well, is this really what they think or are they just throwing smoke? Is this really this issue? What is the other side of this issue that I haven't heard right. yet, et cetera, et cetera? And I think, uh... and I think that if you, if you were able to sort of uh, conglomerate that, if you will, mix it together and say, okay, this is sort of your one-stop shop, and you know that it's not right. it's selling an agenda or a bias because it's literally saying anybody can I mean, say whatever. Who cares whatever. if it's selling and a fucking agenda or a bias? I have a bias against Republicans. They're assholes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm I mean, saying they're assholes. I'm saying that the site of, I'm saying at a that, national level. I'm so, yeah, I have a place, bias. The place that presents guys. this information. <laughs> Fuck those guys. Okay? Absolutely. I have a bias. I'm sorry. I have a bias against them. You, Sorry, uh, tough I'm break a, for me, like right? A, I'm a DVD. A, my my reflection of, of Republicans was, uh, hey, go fuck yourself, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I mean, and that's that's pretty I much the way I to, see Republicans. Your, it's like point, everything though, they come to you come to them with, they're like, ah. Sorry, go fuck yourself. But bootstraps, bootstraps. Yeah, but, it's, uh, but, yeah, but I, hold on. Let me, okay, let me just finish up, up that thought. Okay. Because uh, what I'm saying is that the, by the bias, what I mean is that you know that this place, whether it's a website or otherwise will not lean one way or another out of any particular uh, situation. That both sides are presented by uh, the parties who care about each side. Sure. And so, and you can view both of those simultaneously. And the website or the community or whatever have you would not tell you one way or another, oh, this is the better, or highlight one in a different way. Right. And I think that's what I'm saying, is that... that when people like my sister think that vaccination was proved to cause autism, that's a girl who just heard the noise. Sure. Like, just heard the loudest, squeakiest wheel, and it got into her head. Right. Now, there are going to be a certain number of people in this country, quite a bit like her, who don't care, who doesn't change their life, but they thought they heard that, and that's the case. Well, and a lot of other you lives. could change their mind if you sat down and told them about it, but they're not going to go research that because right. they have no reason to. And now, I think... To platform off of what you're saying and to kind of bring it all, kind of bring it back together, is that I think this 2012 election is the real life laboratory of what we're talking about. Because I think if you are at this stage in the game and you don't understand the stakes about what they just pulled off in 2010 and what they did, I mean, you don't understand that they got in, they literally, 
This is literally what happened. In the 2010 midterms, Republicans ran on lies about Democrats uh, cutting Medicare. Yeah. Okay? That is how they got their fucking mandate. Okay? And now, as soon as they get into office, and they also, they, they lied about Medicare cuts, and they lied about jobs, jobs, jobs. Where are the jobs? Jobs, yep. jobs, jobs. Where are the yep. jobs? Yep. Understand that they've passed no employment legislation. Understand that they are now balking against legislation that they wrote and agreed to in years previous. Yeah, yeah. And that they now don't want to pass because there's a nigger in the White House. Understand these things are happening. Now, in this 2012 election, you don't fucking need websites to put these real-life disparities together because you are witnessing these things happening in real time. And I think it's very much the disparity with the Paul Ryan plan, where they basically are ending Medicare, and that's what they're doing. They are ending Medicare. And it's like you see all these states where they elected Republican governors, like in Wisconsin, and like in Ohio, and like in Florida, where they actually elected a fucking a convicted criminal who was guilty of the biggest Medicare fraud in the United States history, Rick Scott, $1 billion. And all he's doing is passing tax cuts and voter suppression laws yeah. and trying and then understand that if you don't fucking then go out and make a vote and make some actions against that if you don't then get off the sidelines then you have earned this you have well, earned this it a, and it doesn't you don't need a up. website because it's happening in everyone's state that's what i was saying before is uh when it comes to uh the voting versus uh, right versus privilege and we talked about this after a show once mm -hmm where I say is, in theory, and this is where I get to that 73%, we all agree, blah, blah, blah. I think we could all agree that we would prefer whoever is having a say in a thing being passed should know what the fuck they're talking about. Right. Right? Yeah. So, in a sense, if you, granted, I wouldn't want to take any particular group out or say, oh, well, your skin is this color, so you probably ought to be, it ought to be harder for you to vote. Oh, you're this old, so no, you can't do that. Right. Take that out of it. The idea of restricting it to where you had to take some sort of test. What I th what I, I would like to see would be like you Jim take a, you Call take Jim a Crow. hold Jim on Crow. here we go nope. you take a test just on the issues that you're voting on Jim Crow. and uh, those that you seem woefully inadequate your vote doesn't count for those particular then issues. then it's not a right anymore and, and that's the thing is and I don't called, necessarily and then it's have it's a... called Jim Crow understand that America was based on the idea. Voting is right. That's why we pass all these amendments to give people the right to vote because it only used to be that old white dudes with land could vote. That was their right. Again, this has nothing to do with old white dudes or nothing. But any, anything that then infringes on voting as not a basic right of being a part of this citizenry. If you start adding, but you did agree shit, with the with the with the idea. Yeah, you should be informed. But if you're not, that's tough shit for everyone else. Make sure everyone else is fucking informed. Make sure you go out and you tell your neighbors about this piece of legislation that they're trying to pass over here. Make do sure you, you go you, out. Do you do that? Do you go to your neighbors, knock on the door, and say, yeah, "Hey, I talk to people all the time about politics." All right. I mean, you look at my fucking Facebook profile. All I do, so I do, I do. I mean, that's where my that's where I live at. I'm in the st my the stakes is too high for me to fucking be sitting on the sidelines. That's why I call out my friends and tell them, "Hey, that's white privilege there." It's right, 21st right. century. You need to fucking understand. You don't get the you don't get that. You don't get that comfortability anymore. It's not it's too high now. You got fucking people trying to end Medicare. Do you know why Medicare was invented? Cuz of assholes like Paul Ryan. We already tried this. We tried it. It's called the Gilded Age, and a bunch of old people fucking died. That's why we passed Medicare, and now they're trying to end it. People don't need a fucking reminder about that. It's a really fucking basic thing. And if these assholes win, 
If they win with a fucking campaign based on ending Medicare and being obstinate in the face of any kind of tax cut or fucking payroll increase that they fucking agreed to previously, if they fucking kill legislation like Dick Luger, who used to fucking co-sponsor the DREAM Act, and Olympia Snow because they're being challenged by all these goddamn radicals from the Tea Party, and they are supposedly moderates, and instead of being moderate in the face of a challenge and sticking to their principles, they go and they start voting like goddamn bigots, Then and we lose to that. If we, the 73%, lose to that, we don't deserve deserve a fucking country like this. We don't deserve a country with the promise that is as beautiful as the United States of America. We don't deserve a country in which Frederick Douglass, in the time that he existed, could become a free man and the leading intellectual fucking scholar of the country. We don't deserve a fucking place like this because we didn't do the work that everyone else did to fucking maintain it. We used to have unions, man. We passed Medicare. We put the fucking tax at 90% under Eisenhower, who was a Republican. For fuck's sake, Reagan raised taxes seven out of eight years. It was two decades ago. We don't deserve it, man, as a people. So fuck the people if they don't have the fucking time to put down the Netflix and the American Idol and the Bones and the fucking Franklin and Bash and read a goddamn blog and find a blog that they trust on one day. Just spend a day finding a blog that you trust and then read that shit. And it get, newsflash, blogs have links so you find other blogs. You just yeah, need yeah. one, motherfucker. You just need a fucking one. And if we lose to these people, when they are so obvious about what they're running on right now, they're so obvious. They are about to crash the economy on purpose. Understand that the fucking... Well, I do have an update on that. Well, Yeah, the, uh, the latest thing is that they're okay with raising taxes as, tax? long, as, tax? as long as they don't call it a tax. No, that's, that's, I mean, that's what they're... That's, they're, calling that's, it, they're calling it raising revenue. No, that's what they've been calling it. They've been, call, they've been doing that. That's not new. That's not new. Have they agreed to a payroll tax <laughs> increase? Have they agreed to a payroll tax increase? Then you have nothing. You have nothing. If they have not agreed to a payroll tax increase, which they said as of a year ago, six months ago, was a fucking thing that they would agree to. Have they agreed to it? You've got nothing. Do you understand that uh, they're fucking they're, ratings? They're, 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 they're rating. talking about a tax reform that potentially closes some loopholes for corporations. And uh, Are these the ones that President Obama went out and shit on them in the news conference, talked about the corporate jets loophole and stuff? Because they haven't agreed the to GOP it. also said they would agree a short-term plan because of the extreme time limitations of reaching a deal. No, that's not, that's not what the deal is. That's not a deal. That's what fucking uh, hostage takers say. None of that shit means a deal's on the table. None of that shit is a deal. Do you understand? No, look, I was taking it from the perspective of the, they're just so fucking crazy that I could see them going, all right, look, we'll agree to this because we got other shit we want to do. No. And we want more money. No. But we're not going to call it what we called it before so we don't look like we back down. No, that's, they're, they're too late in the game. That's why Eric Cantor walked out of the negotiations. He's the fucking House Majority Leader. He walked out of the negotiations without even telling the Speaker of the House that he was going to do it. The Speaker of the House was having dinner with the President of the United States talking about the deal, and the next morning he wakes up and reads newspapers in which his number two just made him look like a bitch. So no. They have nothing on that end. They have nothing except fake hostages. That's why the Senate Democrats are finally looking at the legislation in the fourth and they're like, we don't even need to fucking have a debt ceiling. That shit might even be un unconstitutional. That's where we're at right now is people looking at the language of the law and saying, maybe the debt ceiling is unconstitutional. We don't even need a debt ceiling. And the fucking debts have to be paid no matter what. There are rating agencies that have already told us if it looks like we don't come close to having a deal a week from now, they will downgrade our AAA rating to a C. Do you understand the fucking I the idea behind a rating agency, you know, the assholes who helped crash the economy in the first place, sure. telling us, hey, listen, if the pretense exists that you are not close, 
And we know that you're not going to be close. We will go ahead and downgrade you. Republicans have been going around saying, no, we have all this time until. And we don't have that time, bro. We do not have that time. There was an accidental default back in the fucking 70s off of a fucking, uh, you know, a glitch. And the fucking rates went up and stayed there for six months. After an accidental glitch, not an entire political party running an unprecedented modern campaign to crash the economy before a presidential election. The stakes is too high, man. You can't get these assholes anything. Again, I think that when it comes down, it surprises the fuck out of me. When you look at all the shit the Republicans are doing, you're like, this is so fucking obvious. They're so obviously fucking... It's, a, it's like a, 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 com- the White House. a comic I saw the other day. It was a, it was a picture of like Reagan and uh, George H.W. Uh, Bush and a couple other guys like, you know, old rich white guys, political leaders, whatever have you, in a room. And they were all laughing. And the caption was, uh, we told them it would trickle down. And I was like, there you go. That's, that's I love fucking, that one. That one's great. so That's genius. That's genius. <laughs> and that's what I think is like, basically, it's like, it's, it's fucking surprising as shit to me it hurts my brain that there are people out there that 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 would look at all that the republicans are doing and still be like no 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 they're on our side they're trying to make sure blankety blankety blank because they feel like there's been i I think to some degree it might be like oh well the government's getting too involved with our lives there's clearly this problem there's clearly that problem and i think to myself a rational person would not agree with them and so when i know rational people who do agree with them I'm apt to say, okay, they're just not informed. They've been fucking tricked by the fancy or, lights, and they're just not informed. Or, or what? They they actually agree with them? Or that is when they whip up the old white resentment. What do you mean? White resentment. That's what Fox News specializes in. Dog whistles and such. Remember the fucking, uh, you know, the picture that you made or whatever? And they, they may disagree with them, but they may hate the other getting something more. You understand? So that's that's the problem. That's why we have this fucking standoff. I don't that we feel have like right I, I, those people. I'm not saying that there aren't people. I'm not saying, not saying that they don't. I'm not saying they don't. I'm not saying I'm not disagreeing with you. Uh, I keep saying I'm not disagree with you, and you're still trying to make it sound like I'm disagreeing with you. Uh, I'm Sorry, only saying, I'm saying that uh, there are a number of people I know who who don't feel that way. Uh, uh, TK comes to mind, for instance. TK is a staunch Republican, but TK and I have yeah. argued many political issues many times where of, we're on the same side. A lot and, of Republicans don't realize the party has left them. Yeah, well, that's because what, I the think the party is fuck the poor, fuck women. Fuck I actually don't know why. Gays. I, I don't know the whole specifically playbook. why TK a, is actually still it's a Republican. Tough, it's a tough thing to admit that the institution you support is now wholly about bigotry and misogyny. It's a tough thing to accept the fact that the Republican Party in Kansas passed a bunch of laws recently to <laughs> to get rid of the three abortion clinics that exist there in the state. You know, the I mean, because this is the, this is what they did. They passed these they passed these legislation, and then they said from the point that the legislation passes, you have forty eight hours to make the changes. They made all kinds of things like the fucking uh, square foot that the uh, janitor's closet had to be in terms of where the television and the lobby could be from this or whatever, and they gave these clinics forty eight hours to make the changes. Two of them obviously haven't didn't do it. One of them barely managed to do it. The other two are suing. But that is what we're dealing with because they can't just come outright and say, "Hey, fuck women and your choices as human beings." Right. We own you. We have to go ahead and pass these very arcane big government laws that we hate, right? Ooh, right, right, big right. government telling you how many fucking square feet that your closet could be. Goddamn Kansas Republicans don't care about big government when it comes to a vagina. They don't. It's a fact. You have to study it. That's a fact. They no, don't no, give a I, shit. I, I, and that's so, the thing that confused me uh, to it's this like, day. And I, I, it's I, Minnesota. I talk about it all the time. It's like, 
for all this bullshit that Republicans talk about, like we don't want more government, we want more government. You're go, you're putting government into the most private fucking places. The most fucking private thing. The most private. Who you're fucking in the bedroom? Hurtful things. Who you're fucking in the bedroom? Color of your fucking skin? Uh, uh, whether or not you, you girl, you're allowed to have an abortion? You're fucking even for some. Un, uh, Sarah Palin, the reason why she's cunt for life is is when she was when she was in Alaska. She took away funding for rape kits. Oh yeah, she wanted she made people women, no, not just take away funding. You had to pay. To pay you had for no, their own rape kits. No, you yeah, had to. Exactly. You had to pay for your own rape kit. That's that's like that's like inhuman on a level that you just go like, what the fuck is the matter with you? It's one of those things like Minnesota state government has shut down. Do you understand? They shut down on Friday based on these. And that's why I'm so obstinate. Right, so it's, you're saying, the same time, it's the it's same. Like go, it's the same context with the how, big one too. How could you say you want less government intervention when that kind of shit is going and on? And it's the thing that they so shut it down go, over. Again, I I think that it it comes down to to some degree is sort of a compliment to the country. I think because we've gotten so comfortable and we're like so free and all this different shit. <gasps> it's all right. I got super glue, but Jesus, that thing's sensitive. Um, I do have super glue though, so we'll fix it. We'll fix it later. But don't be breaking the fucking mustache on the thing. It was on my pants. That's okay. okay. I I don't have sharp pants on, Mitch. (laughs) You got jeans. Mitch, my denim isn't that stonewashed. Teddy, Teddy broke the pipe. No, hey, 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 hey. The pipe <laughs> the broke type, itself. The type, pipe broke on Teddy. Um, it broke up my pants. <laughs> pipe must be uh, really, I think that I, basically what it comes down to is, again, I, I firmly believe that people have the right idea in mind and that we, uh, by and large, agree on a lot of things. But there's a circus going on that distracts us. That's what worries me. I think and, we also and for however, to however you wanted to, However you want to define that circus... Um, that's fine. And I mean, again, we're so free and we have, you know, TV and, you know, we have, uh, crazy entertainment and you and I can be fucking comedians and, and get up on stage and people will let us talk to people. Uh, we have a lot of, we have a lot of privileges and freedom. And I think that makes people go like, well, I'll get fat and lazy. Like, well, this is, yeah. Or, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Wally, uh, you get so comfortable. You go, well, I'm living a good life. I'm just going to worry about living my good life. Don't, and fuck don't, it. don't concern me, right? And then, yeah. And then the country starts to fucking change. And so what I'm saying is that um, those people, uh, getting them involved, they want it quick and easy. Right. They will They will do the research when they care. But to get them to care, it needs to be quick and well, easy. Well, here's the thing here, That's too, is that, is that here is, a, and this uh, to sort of counterpoint and you know, wrap it, uh, bring it all together, is that Minnesota... Like I mentioned, their their government is shut down right now, much like ours could be over uh, debt ceiling negotiations and stuff right now. I mean, it's a full-on shutdown. They elected their first uh, Democratic governor in two okay. decades, mm-hmm. uh, Mark Dayton. Uh, formerly governor of, uh, of uh, Minnesota is Tim Pawlenty, a uh, backbencher in any other uh, country as a political party you know, politician. But now he is a lukewarm frontrunner for the Republican Party nomination, proposed the most outrageous uh, fucking uh, economic policy ever. Even people, even Chris Wallace on Fox News laughed at him. That's how outrageous it was. Okay, understand that's who the man was who was running Minnesota's economic policy for about eight years. Fucking fudge the books. Now all these chickens are coming home to roost. They also elected a Republican uh, Congress there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mark Dayton wanted to just raise the fucking taxes on the top two percent of Minnesotans who represent seventy-seven hundred people. That's it. Not crazy, right? These motherfuckers said no. Won't let you do it. They wanted to take out 
like 600 billion from the education budget or like 600 million from the education budget like well, let's give this for tax breaks it was tax breaks it's the same thing like we are having on the national level minnesota is a microcosm and mark dayton was like i like it was the numbers were like 22,000 fucking elderly people or whatever would fucking lose all these just crazy things because these 7700 people needed to have this extra tax break those were the those are the real empirical numbers and they shut the shit down. Like the state parks were closed, the zoo was closed. If you came into Minnesota for the Fourth of July weekend, like you came in to a rest stops that were closed. There's the state is closed. The state wow. is not open. Wow. The state is not open right now. Right. All that shit. They laid off tens of thousands of workers who were working on state construction projects. Just deuces. The state government deuces. People who need unemployment checks deuces. The people who aren't even there to fucking give them checks because they are laid off right now. And the the leader of the Senate in Minnesota. He says, basically, verbatim, I mean, basically, you know, our guys are not hurting. That's right, what he said. Right, and yeah. that's what it comes down to. And if people cannot understand that it's the age-old tale of the haves and the have-nots, and they pit the have-nots against so each other. So what will you do? What will you do if the public of this country says, we, we cannot be bothered to give a shit in yeah. this next election? What will you do then? Give them hell for the rest of my life. I mean, will you stay in the country? Keep fighting from the inside? I will. I can't leave. I hate, I hate him too much to leave. Do you understand? Okay. I just... I mean, Rather not yell from across the water, that kind of thing? No, I mean, it doesn't mean anything anymore. What fuck, what's the point? If I leave, and I'm trying to yell at him, I'm not a fucking exile. I don't need to leave. The shit's not that hot. Well, you I, made it sound like you would lose hope, so I... I would lose hope, know. yeah. I mean, I would. I am. I will. That's not a fucking question. But I won't leave. I mean, I've thought about leaving, but I mean, I can't because at the end of the day, this is it, right? This is what you fucking, and I think that's, there's too many other people in this country that deserve better and that don't have the wherewithal that I do and don't have the knowledge that I do, much like we talked about. Those are the things that you, as a fucking person, you realize you have a responsibility in some senses. And maybe you're just fucking shouting at people, but uh, at some point, like, all I'm trying to do is just build a coalition to protect people. If I could get, if I could do enough to just get the youth vote up three percent, we have no problems, bro. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? If yeah. the youth vote goes up two percent in the 2010 midterms, we have no problems right now. We could get a second round of stimulus, and then we don't have states laying off public employees at a record rate and keeping unemployment numbers down. It's so easy. That's what I, that's what I feel like. It's so easy that why would I leave? Just give me a chance to fix it. It's so sure. easy. It really, the problem, and that's why I say the term is a white swan, where you have all these intractable problems facing a country, but they're so easy to fix, you can't fix them because assholes are in the way. Absolutely. And that's I just the want to get rid of assholes. All along. I just yes. want, and you and see, I both. See, now I go, I, see, th this is where I deal outside of the political realm. I'm more, uh, more about like social issues, uh, psychology, things like that, changing mindsets and or uh, ideally blocking out or, or hoping to change either the assholes into not-so-assholes or the people who have to deal with assholes realizing they're assholes and not listening to them anymore kind of thing. Right. Uh, so I go, I go kind of more social uh, with, with my thing because I do feel like a lot of times in politics, it's a, it, it sounds to me 
a lot of times like sports conversations. Well, that's from the traditional media and horse race. That's what I'm saying. The whole yeah, horse race. Exactly. Because you don't go into the they minutia. Sit down, they sit down and, and even they sp- go. And that's a disrespect to the sports oh, conversation. Let's, let's talk they'll talk about, statistics. You know. <laughs> they'll go into statistics and all those kind of analyses. You will never what ever I mean have. Is it's, have uh, they ever talked about Medicare provider rates on CNN? What have I, they ever I, talked I no about idea. that? Because yeah. I, I, it just fucking noise to me. Because that shit's boring, right? When you Well, yeah. There goes back to the But it's important. But what I'm saying is that like... Sports commentators, no matter how much they talk, it's not going to change. Like a player is not going to suddenly play differently. You know what I mean? Whereas, like uh, in a sense, these political pundits on TV aren't even fucking voters. Right. Ninety nine out of a hundred times. Um, so they're just sort of talking about things that they're not actually abstract. going to change. It's all abstract. They're just arguing to fill airtime. Mm-hmm. It's like people want to hear us argue, so that's what we're going to do. It's yeah. and it's 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 both. Pleasant and sad that the only reliable source of news anymore is the Daily Show. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's pleasant because you know comedy's always been the underlying truth. Uh, I read recently about uh, Nazi Germany and the rise of Hitler and and the comedians around the time that early on when he was coming to power he was all about them uh, and didn't mind a jab at him or his party. But then obviously once he was in power, executed no them. Yeah, that was he was like yeah. no no yeah. jokes because because. Because jokes sting, because you can't take yourself... You, the moment somebody's taking themselves too seriously and somebody points it out, that person loses their power. Everybody goes, oh yeah, you are a fucking clown. Oh, you're insecure you, now. Yeah. You're not as fucking... Because you can't, you can't argue with somebody making vulnerable. fun of you. You um, know what I mean? You can't be like, well, it's not true. You can only be uh, better at doing it back. But generally, they're not. They're just pissed and... Uh, that's why comedy has that great power and that's why The Daily Show does as well as it does. But... I, again, the circus uh, keeps people uninformed. It keeps people distracted from the real issues. Right. And I don't have a, a solution. I've only I got you know different uh, suggestions, but I don't think the solution is just tell them to pay attention. No, but this is what I'm going to say. This is sort of a, so as we bring our state of the union here to the uh, to its close and, and your circus thing, and this is a this is an anecdote I'll share with you. I forget which uh, you know uh, traditional media reporter it was, uh, but it happened not that long ago, and it was this idea. And it, it's shared by a lot of those types where they are almost like it's unsettling for them that politics is a real thing that people invoce them, invest emotions and care about because it's just a fucking game and a thing that they talk about. Right. And a very horse race well, style. Like Glenn no, Beck has well, number of times even, said he's an entertainer. Even, he's no, like, I'm not, I'm not, even, a politi- I'm not I'm even talking about him because he's a fucking clown. Glenn Beck has no pretense. I'm talking about the people like Jake Tapper. On I'm, ABC I'm, News. What I'm saying is that I'm he, talking about he those flat type out of says, like, yeah. basically, he's not throwing out facts. He's just trying right. to have a fucking but not, show. But, but there's people who think that Glenn Beck is right. really spewing real facts. That's not who I'm. That's not who I'm focused on. Right. I'm right. focused I'm, on I'm the people who populate CNN. Part of my circus theory. Who, that's all. Populate. No, but there. He's yeah. he's not. But the real circus is what is known as the village. That DC media, the you know White House press corps. Those are the types that I'm talking about. And the idea to them is it's weird that you actually care about politics emotionally. That it's a thing that is a real life everyday. thing thing for you that you struggle with that it's not just some sort of grand game about who's up today and who's down today and that's where the circus element comes in and if you if you continue to give them any kind of power over you by seeking out information from them then we lose so the name of the game in the 21st century if you want to say what the state of the union is it's to go elsewhere for knowledge just go elsewhere because you can seek out knowledge absolutely seek out knowledge where you can and run that knowledge up against your real life experiences and do some serious and evaluation. I would argue show the uh, look at the other side as well 
Indeed. no matter how insane. Always, never take Always. your eye off the other side. Yeah, never take. Keep, your eye off. keep. You know, it's sort of that thing where uh, it's it's one of the few things my dad taught me at a, at a young age was he was he was saying like you you can't win an argument if you don't know the other side of it. You know, you have to sympathize, and it's. He's such a good arguer where it's like you bring up a point to him. He's already done the research for you and knows where you, your passion you lies. Argue, you argue the uh, counter in its best light as opposed to its worst light so that yours yeah. are stronger. Yeah. So uh, try to do that with your brain. There it is. There you go. There's your straight riffing, state of the union. All right. I guess we're going to end on that. I don't know if there's more to go to. Is but there, I don't know. Is are, there, we ending on a, are we ending on a serious note or are we going to go silly? You, do you, you, do you I some? mean, you broke the pipe. That was silly. <laughs> I didn't break the pipe, Mitch. The pipe. <laughs> the, the pants broke the pipe. The pa- Mitch, Mitch, let's let's end on this. Let's just spend two minutes talking about how my pants. Can I get a hit off that? Or sure, what? you it's can. On. I saw sure. you pack it again. I don't yeah. need the lighter. Just need the pipe. Well, I hope the other fucking mustache is breaking your fingertips because they're fucking gyms. My mustache. I had it resting it. on my pants, Mitch. You saw? Did ever everyone saw? <laughs> You can't do the I'm crazy. Sorry, angle. What? You've got, you can't do. You've got a half mustache going on now. It's like if yep, Hitler. I have a part of. It's a like if like if Hitler's of... mustache started growing out just one side, <laughs> and he just he's like. Or no, Salvatore Dali got drunk. <laughs> he's like, oh <laughs> shit! It's like it just shifted over a little bit. Um, so there it is. I guess that's it. it was... how, how specific you think Hitler was with his barber? By the by. He's like, it needs to be exactly for half of it. Well, I'm I'm so immune. Like one of the funniest so things in the world to me to is serious. is like <laughs> is is like tyrannical leaders. Uh, just they're just the silliest people. Like it's just so funny because again, it's that taking yourself so seriously. Yeah. Like reading about Kim Jong Il is is like one of the most fascinating fucking subjects uh, ever. Just the shit that where he's we like, I played. About dictators. I played golf once and got forty five hundred par, and, and they're like, and everybody's just like, yeah, well, that's because you're the supreme being, master. Megalomania is a discussion we need to have because yeah, to, to fucking, fucking it's the like funniest when North, fucking when thing. When North to me. Korea was in the fucking World Cup and the stories that they spun when they lost, that they just like, nope, no, we did not lose. We just came home early. And it's like, like, what? What? How do you believe these things? That was kind of weird, actually. Our face kind of looked like a kaleidoscope as we reached to each other. Oh. Um, so that's good. I'm glad we, uh, I'm glad we wrapped up on Hitler and Kim Jong-il. Great job, Mitch. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, leaders are funny. <laughs> we should talk about megalomania. Mussolini is a good one to talk about. I don't know a lot about Mussolini. Mussolini I've done most of my most of thing. my research are like Pol Pot, uh, um, Hitler, uh, uh, and uh, Kim Jong Il. Those are the ones I've like looked over. The important thing because they're sort of it's uh, Kim Jong Il's sort of my favorite because of how crazy he is, but also oh, that's where the carb is. I was trying to find that. I was sitting here putting the lighter over the bowl because I was like, where the fuck? Am I? All right, well. Um, just Kim Jong Il's the lies that they that he's put out, like the things about his personality that he's put out there are just yeah so and insane. Then, and and with that hair, to be a human being who believes those things is just so extraordinary. That he himself, a, you mean? No, you I think mean, that if he's... you are a citizen in North Korea. Oh right, right, right. You actually believe it if you're not trying to escape. But I mean, again, how has no one made a movie a, about that, escaping from a, North Korea? By the that's way, a how very... has that not been a movie? How has there not been an escape from North Korea movie? That shit would win an Oscar easy. I don't know. 
Now you just gave it I mean, up. Now mainly it up because it. you know the motherfuckers is like you can't find them. Right, right. Because they can't be writing. It's, it's very. They difficult. don't even know how to read. Most likely, it's, I mean, it's very difficult all, to even do a they, uh, to do some proper growth. research. Yeah, you can't. It's do like it. uh, what was the fucking uh, something where he was trying to start a basketball league because he's like a huge Kim Jong Il's big on basketball. And when Hillary Clinton went to go to him to t- for talks or something like this, I, somebody went to go visit him for talks, and they brought a basketball signed by Michael Jordan, and that was the only way he agreed to meet with them. Yeah, uh-huh. like because so he's just that, that, he's that was just, like crazy in the basketball. Yeah. Um, it's a weird thing to be a fucking dictator. <laughs> like no one gets in unless Michael Jordan's basketball. Yeah. Oh, you have Michael Jordan basketball? <laughs> Come on in, we have talk. It was a terrible North Korean. I just, I'm sorry. Uh, Very yeah, sorry about North Korea. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's just such a, sort of a fascinating thing to look at. Not, not to downplay, obviously, all the horrible atrocities right. there, but it's like, you, you bring, how do you not make fun of that? And and that's, I guess, what I'm saying, like, bringing it to the power of comedy, is that I can't take somebody like Kim Jong-il seriously yeah. because he's just so fucking goofy. But I realize he's pure evil, and uh, yes, he he should uh, he should die, but um, somebody ought to take him out. Yeah. But... Uh, I guess what I'm saying is like it would it would be hard for me to not look at him and just like how, how you're you, it's so obvious that you're so silly like right. you know what I mean like very silly man like silly overwhelming silly like how is this not everybody around you not just giggling all the time did you see what Kim did earlier and his name is Kim uh but just the, the golfing thing is hilarious the basketball thing is hilarious his fucking hair is ridiculous we should spend, we should, we should, you, here's what I'll say. You bring your favorite quirky dictator next time. I'll bring mine. But okay. I know I know what we should wrap up with here, bitch, as we bring to a close. We should announce our guest. Yes, for, uh, absolutely. I will, I, will, I will defer uh, you, sir. You've got the voice. Okay, You've okay. got the golden voice. All right. You've got the, uh, You've got those next week, pipes. Next week's a big, a big, big show big for day. us. Big day. Uh, it'll be the first time we have an actual bona fide celebrity here on the couch in the roof a, and a, studio. A celebrity who's not just our friend, we should say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we had any celebrities that are even just our friend. They probably Miss Crash is kind of a celebrity, but not. She's on a People magazine. Climbing the ladder. You know what I mean? It's all right. We're getting better quality guests. Yeah. Um, And I'm not very good at what list anybody goes on. A, B, C, D. They're just, they're just, they're just, they're just here hanging out on the gentleman Uh, lovers. I'll put it this way: if you are um, couch for gentlemen lovers, thirty-five and under, probably to about fifteen, you've heard of this guy. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably safe. That's safe. Say. safe. That safe. That's probably say. playing it safe a little bit. Uh, Chris Reed, kid of Kid and Play, will be joining us here on the House couch. House party fame. Yeah, we'll have ourselves an of old school, one of the greatest dances of all time. Fame, we should better say. The Kid and Play dance is one of the best dances. The fucking backwards in the foot and you hook it and mm. you do that thing. That's them. That's them. Most you think, people recognize. You think he'll do the dance. The, Huh? Or is that is that is that a little? He's too, got, he's, uh, he's he's much more. Prepared. He's just ready to riff. He's ready right, to riff. Good, good. Sit here and put the mustache pipe on. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then riff. Hopefully, it riff won't break. It. Again. My man is a great riffer. He and I do a lot of riffing. That's why I was like, I, you you would be good for the riffing. Let's bring yeah, it down yeah. to headquarters and get some riffing on. Sweet, sweet. I, I was hanging. I was hanging out with him uh, yesterday. He was over for uh, some barbecue and action. So, uh, you know, cool, cool. So it'll be it'll be a good time. Yeah, I mean, I've I've seen him out a million times. He yeah. always seems in a good mood and things. He's a like very that, jovial so, yeah. man. Very jovial. That's I like it. it. Yeah. I like it. So that'll be that'll be fun, you guys. And you can call in and talk to Kid, in fact. And you can IM in and things like that. So Unlike when it's just the two of us. Yeah. When, I mean, you could have called in today. But <laughs> I can understand. Most You've got of hot dogs are, in your mouth and hamburgers. Most, yeah, blah, chips blah, and blah, blah, blah. Fireworks delight. It's okay. We understand. You just yeah. want ba- you want background noise. That's entertaining. We get it. Yeah. It's all good. We do no that. Problem. 
But we can do that. We riff in the background. Yeah, but but later this podcast, when you listen to it later in the week, you'll just be depressed. Uh, I, hope, I hope, hope you'll be upli- uh, you'll be depressed before you get uplifted and you yeah. realize that you the know, fucking, there's hope. There's the hope. If I just call has gone out for you to be. A I just person. put my ear to the ground. There's hope for this country. A little bit. A little that's, bit. That's what you got. That's the that's the message. That is the state of the union. Put you your know, ear to the ground. It's bleakest before. What? It's blackest, darkest before the dawn, right? Yeah. So always gets darkest before the dawn. So I'm saying no it's, single it's, raindrop it's, is responsible it's, it's for the flood. It's real dark right now. It's real dark. Yeah. Just Darker like, than Teddy on that one episode where I didn't light him properly. Is this this one? I'm, I feel like I'm real dark today. I feel very Dominican. <laughs> you know what that probably is that light isn't doing a whole lot of good with the actual sunlight from outside but the sunlight isn't bright enough <laughs> to actually it, light up the room that's so sad that like we put artificial lighting against real sunlight and I just get real dark I just get washed <laughs> <laughs> uh, damn you Mitch well, it's, not like, it's, like, it's not like I'm Time Magazine and I'm trying to make you look blacker yeah that's good. Thanks. I mean, you know. Thanks for no skin whitening. Oh, and shit, I'm real brown. Ah, I was waiting on one of those. Oh, shit, I am real brown. Oh, shit, that's I am right. Real brown that's right. Indeed. Thank you. That's more than. You brought it up, man. You brought it up. Did I? Yeah. It's all good. Um, I think, yeah. So so tune in next week. It'll be a hilarious episode. And uh, the 11th. It'll be a good time. The 11th, uh, 7 p.m. Pacific time. That's 10 p.m. Normal riffing Eastern. time, normal riffing channel. That is correct, Mundo. Uh, again, please, if you have a moment, go to Reddit, Talk Radio Reddit, uh, and Big vote ups. us up, please. Vote that us up, be, vote uh... us up. Tell your friends. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors. Oh, oh they vote sorry. Everybody Thursday, Teddy and I will be performing at the Federal Bar. Yeah. 7.30 p.m. That's in North Hollywood. Great, great fucking Lancashire. great club. Cross and then from Big I Wings. have a gig on July 20th. Opening for Joey Coco Diaz. Hey, you're not lie about Shout out there. Nice. Be uh, Friday uh, at uh, Federal Bar again, I think, and then uh, Saturday at Smiles. So nice. You can catch me there. That's, good shit. That's good what I'm shit. Doing. I'm running these I'm running these streets all over the place. It's gonna run this town. Run this town tonight. Tonight. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best way to end ever. That's the best. Bitch, <laughs> that has to be something. Thank you for listening to Straight Riffin. You can catch all past and future episodes at riffin.net. That's R-I-F-F-I-N.net. You can support us by rating and reviewing us on iTunes. Since Apple can't track our downloads, they have no way of knowing how popular the show is. But if you rate and review the show itself, we go up and the ratings gets us a bigger audience, makes us super happy. Ideally, you could go also to Riffin.net and click on either the Amazon.com banner or moving the banner into your toolbar of your browser, which makes a link that says Amazon.com. When you click that and shop on Amazon, we get a little kickback. The experience is all the same for you, but it makes a world of difference to us. Both myself, Mitch, and Teddy have albums available that you can purchase online. You can also get those links right on the Riffin.net homepage. You can follow either of us on Twitter, RevMitch, R-E-V-M-I-T-C-Z, and Teddy is at Hater for Hire. We have a Facebook page for Straight Riffin that you can also become a fan of. Just search for Straight Riffin on Facebook. We'll be back again with another episode of Straight Riffin on Monday at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. I have no idea what time that is in your area. So keep an eye out on the Riffin.net homepage and riff the fuck on.